we got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hot off the press from Maybelline, New York. It's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the DP Pre-Show. We're getting ready to start the next episode. It's episode 1265. We just got into the group call here. We're getting ready to get started. How you doing, Billy? Doing good. Good to it's, hear. It's uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. God, it's crazy how early it gets dark now after the time change. And uh, out of every place I've lived in my life, it gets dark earlier here than anywhere else. I've I've ever lived like obviously because during... we're in the northern the most northern point or we're we're very far north and we're very far west in our time zone. When you think about our time zone, like you can go all the way to Idaho and there's parts of Idaho that are in the yeah. Pacific time zone. So it's it, we're very far west and we're very far north. It's weird because like this and it's the opposite way during the summer. It, it stays light later than anywhere else I've ever lived during the summertime. And I I remember this past July, um, I went down to Portland for a few nights, and it got darker significantly earlier than it did up here. Hmm. It's it, Yeah, it's so weird. It's such a weird thing that I didn't really notice until I lived here for a little while. Um, it's only, what, three hours south? Yeah, yeah. Three to four, give or take. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 so crazy how big of a difference it makes. And yeah, I, I remember the first winter I spent here. I was like, man, I've I, I've never lived anywhere else where it like gets dark at 4 p.m. You know, when we when we hit like the solstice, the winter solstice, it's getting dark around four yeah, maybe even it starts getting dark around three thirty, and it's totally dark by four p.m. It's crazy. Yeah, some stoners don't get to do four twenty in daylight for like no. a month. No, it's very true. Um, I've been I've been sowing the seeds with some of our buddies for uh, the tenth anniversary episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like Jeff made it sound like he was interested in coming out for it, so that would be cool. And then uh, I'll have to keep reminding him so he makes the plans to do so ahead of time. We we got some time. I told uh, Hannibal about it earlier today, and I told him, like, no matter what, we should have you on as a guest. And the invitation's open if you want to come stay again and be here in person. It's up to you. Like, they can stay here if they need to. Is Uh, there a furry convention around that time? 
wasn't it like, is it? I can't, I don't keep sure. on top of that, but maybe. <laughs> For some reason, I thought there was a furry convention around. There is one. Time. There was one I went to that was like in November. I thought it was in hmm. November. Let me see. Let's see. Seattle furry. Anthro con. Northwest. January. January 5th through it 8th. It is. Dude, that lines up so perfectly. <laughs> if those boys are uh, down for the furry party. Oh, I need, yeah, I need to ask at least Scott. Maybe we could get Drew out, too. <laughs> if they're going to be down for the furry party. It's crazy because Scott and Drew are going to be here, like, this weekend. I'm letting them stay here because they're coming down to wrestle. Uh, yeah. but they're not going to have any time to be on any shows or like any DP episodes or anything like that. So uh, they, uh, are going to be wrestling in Tacoma again. Yes. You know where? Yeah. Yeah. In Tacoma, uh, on mm -hmm. Friday night. So I usually just like hitch a ride down there with them. Yeah. Watch some cool grappling. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to a lot of those shows now. At least 10 of them over the years now. Maybe even more. I mean, if you count the ones at Bumbershoot, it's been more. Because they were doing two of them a day at Bumbershoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Bumbershoot would have been fun. It sucks because uh, when they, the day they had their best crowd at Bumbershoot, it started to rain about halfway through the show and a bunch of people like left to go find cover somewhere. Ah, it, yep. that sucks. Yeah, it was the afternoon show on the second day. Uh, there was a lot of like families there with kids watching the wrestling and stuff and they were kind of doing their more PG. Hot off the press from Maybelline, New York. It's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. E-rated work during those shows. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was still cool. It was cool to be in there. They gave me the wrong wristband. Did I ever tell you that? I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. I got the like. Everybody? I got like the talent wristband, accidentally. Yeah. So I was able to like leave and come back and all, and all this cool shit. I was like, damn, I'm gonna use this to its extreme. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm having I I'm having a sober November so far. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter you, uh, from drinking, I'm still smoking and shit. But uh, I haven't, I haven't drank in about a week. I almost exactly a week because I the, my last day drinking was Halloween night. And uh, yeah, but no matter what, I'm drinking on Thanksgiving. So that's like the absolute. <laughs> oh yeah, oh dude, I can't can't not drink on Thanksgiving. That's like what are your Thanksgiving drinks? So in the morning, I wake up. So I ordered my favorite coffee. Strangely enough, you know, we live in the land of coffee, but my favorite coffee is from New Mexico. 
It has like the best flavor of any coffee I've ever had. It's like it's roasted pine nut coffee. It's so good. Like just the smell of it. Like even if you don't like coffee, you smell the coffee before it's roasted or uh, or sorry, before it's brewed. It smells so good. So I I got that and I pour Bailey's or like the cheap Costco knockoff version of Bailey's into it. And that's what I have in the morning. That's my coffee creamer in the morning. So I have that. And then usually I I get. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I had coffee yesterday. I had to have coffee after a heart thing I did because I needed caffeine in my body and coffee like a test amount of caffeine. Yeah, I was. I had to do a uh, stress a test. Stress test. Yep, yep. I knew it. And then uh, they had to do some camera work stuff for my heart, nuclear imaging. Yeah. And I was too big for the machine, so I was supposed to go back in earlier today. And they were like, "Yeah, uh, first the first images were inconclusive, so no need to come in today." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. What a waste of fucking time and, and money." <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Um... And then, like, the rest of Thanksgiving, I usually just get, like, some beer, some, like, cold-weather beer, like, like thicker, like a, like a porter or a, or a stout or something like that. I'm going to make a quick bathroom run. I'll be right back, and then we'll get started with the show. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now the countdown to awesomeness. For those of you that enjoy the pre-show, uh, this is a rare condition. This day and age, to read any good news on a newspaper page. Uh, this is me, my song and dance while Ben pees. I didn't plan on being all alone with literally no chat, no nothing, just you, me, and Dupree, which was a movie that I would, I guess it came out in 2003. I bet you I'm off by a year or two. You, me, and Dupree. Came out 2006. God damn it. It's close, but no cigar. For those of you that listening at home that were like, oh, yeah, 2006, you, me, and Dupree. Duh, everybody knows 2006. Maybe I said 2003 because it rhymed with you, me, and Dupree. Okay, maybe it was just my rhyme mind taking over. I can't always be correct when rhyming comes into play. All right, we're going to go live, and then after the show, uh, we're going to do the booking committee and figure out that stuff tonight. So we're going to go do it live right now. Here we go. everybody have you heard about the drunken peasants patreon it helps support the show while getting you some cool perks check it out for one dollar per month you get to use our exclusive fan chat that appears at the bottom of the screen on every episode for five dollars per month you get two new private shows including actual mania as well as our back catalog of private shows plus all lower tier perks for ten dollars per month you get all of our monthly video content this includes multiple post shows our monthly reviews our back catalog of all that content plus all lower tier perks for $15 per month, your name will appear in the ending credits of each DP episode, plus all lower-tier perks. For $25 per month, you get to take part in our monthly booking committee hangout to help us book our Patreon content for that month, plus all lower-tier perks. For $33 per month, you get an exclusive piece of DP merch each month, plus all lower-tier perks. For $50 per month, you appear in the opening credits for each DP episode, plus all lower-tier perks. 
For $100 per month, you get to join us as a guest on an episode of the Drunken Peasants Podcast. Plus, you guessed it, all lower tier perks. Visit patreon.com slash dp now to become a patron of the Drunken Peasants Podcast. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. I gotta get away this. No! Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes I cry. From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective, here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello everybody, welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, this is episode 1265, doing it live, 1265, yes! It's a new week, it's a new goal, it's a new set of amazing content and Patreon perks for our wonderful patrons out there. Want to let everyone know that immediately following tonight's show, we will be doing the booking committee. The booking committee. Haven't done it in a little while, we're going to start doing it more regularly. The booking committee is a place where you, the DP viewers, can become patrons to influence how we book not only uh, actual mania each month, but the other private show and basically everything else. You get you get our audience. It's basically you guys doing a show where we are the audience and we take your input on how we're going to book the show. That sounds terrible. It's great. Horrible. It's great. You guys better sign up and do it. And everybody watching, it's Egghead's birthday tonight. What a what a great way to celebrate. You could send in non-Jared laughing donations to wish Egghead a happy birthday. Yes. Happy, what, a, what a great night. Happy birthday, Egghead. Egghead, I expect to see you in the booking committee. All uh, So it's the $25 patrons that get to join us in the actual voice hangout, but also uh, $10 patrons, you get to watch live and you can be in the chat and talk to us and tell us what you think. So your input will be there as well. So sign up, patreon.com slash DP for that to help us book Actual Mania and everything else. And uh, please like the stream. Do us a favor and like the stream. It helps out. It's free. It's amazing. It's the best thing to do. And we're going to get into the content in just a moment here. Also, check out the pre-show. We had an interesting conversation before the stream started. If you want to check out the pre-show, you can for free through all the audio platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know how it works. Check it out there. Helps the show. One last thing before we move on with the show. Vance Global. Get some perfectly legal Delta 8 and CBD products through our link. It's down below in the description. Happy Go there. Happy birthday, again. Thank you. Happy birthday, Agid. Uh, yes, use the code PEASANTS at checkout to get 20% off your entire order. Legal in the majority of states out there. Click it. Check it out below. It helps the show, and you get some cool stuff to get yourself a little high. If you're a little bit high. All right. All right, we're going to go 
directly into this next segment. Here we go. Individual situation. Check out the beautiful asshole. The individual Brett Keen segment situation. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, What happened? Uh, here we go. Uh, so... Brett is about to report some news, um, and I I was like, this does not sound true at all, and then I, I looked everywhere that was like a reputable news source, because this would be like one of the biggest stories in the news right now if it was true, but this is Brett Keane uh, claiming that Bill Gates is facing life behind bars because of, <laughs> because of involvement with Epstein. Now, it Brett's is true. It is true that at some point Bill Gates was involved with Epstein, but like if he was being charged or even investigated, it would be one of the biggest news stories out there right now. Now, you can make the claim that, oh, well, he's so rich and powerful he could suppress the news. There'd be some news source out there somewhere reporting on this. Somewhere. So, uh, yeah, here's, here's Brett Keen's video. This is a God TV radio exclusive. Yep. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and oh, listening ben, to the Brett Keen. Don't yes. you see that blue double check mark there? It's been fact checked. Oh, it's fact checked. I even yeah, found that's a double blue check mark. I found a lot of uh, fact check websites checking this. I couldn't find one actual article. I love the fake tweet. From Melinda Gates, Bill Gates' ex-wife, claiming that it's prison time for Bill. This would be ever, like, even just that alone, a social media post from Melinda Gates claiming Bill's going to go to prison would be everywhere. It'd be everywhere. Is the... The, the rest of that tweet is blurred out, but I'm pretty sure the first line says, you're a sick individual. (laughs) I think so. Show and then the next word is situation. I hope you're all yeah, having. A... You're a sick. You're a sick individual for abusing them children. Bless I have you. it all on tape. Epstein blackmailed you. Stay it's not a very there. good blur. Well, I've been looking at the news, and apparently Bill Gates, you know, the guy who runs Microsoft, is he doesn't run Microsoft anymore. By the way, he. I mean, he's still probably the majority owner, but he does not run Microsoft. I'm sure his opinion is taken into consideration, but he stepped down years ago. He runs around Seattle getting cheeseburgers. He does. He is a big. That's why I was trying to look for a good picture of Bill Gates, like chomping on a burger. I couldn't find one good enough for the thumbnail. But, I, you know, I got Brett Keen eating a burger from back in the day where he got paid to eat uh, a a burger with his gums. That's what the thumbnail is from. Ben, I, I don't know if it's time, but you should get AI and just have AI make Bill Gates eating a cheeseburger for a YouTube thumbnail and see what it gives That was you. out there. That's the future. No, no, there were a few of those already out there, but they looked bad. So, And I didn't feel like messing, like taking the time for it. But I wanted Any them of both. you AI sickos out there want to start making good AI thumbnails for us. Send them in. I wanted them both eating a cheeseburger for the thumbnail, but that's okay. As well as many other corporations <laughs> out there. That's wild. Uh, it's facing life behind bars. For- yeah, he's like in the top 10 richest people in the world. And if this was going on right now, it'd be one of the main news stories. 
child rape charges. There's no charges. Charges are like official things that you can look up. So if he yeah. was if he was being charged right now with something so serious, it, it would be everywhere. There'd be no way to hide it. Even even one of the richest people on earth wouldn't be able to hide it. Him as Unless. well. Maybe <laughs> that's why there's a huge conflict in the Middle East oh. to distract us from Bill Gates. He started this. It, Damn it, Bill Gates. It wouldn't distract people well enough. The politicians, both liberal, Democrat, uh, Republican, decided that they wanted to be a part of that whole Epstein thing. Uh, you remember Epstein Island is where a bunch of people went to have sex with children, uh, child trafficking, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> now, this is what the news is telling us. The news. What is the news? Where's your source? What is this? Um, in my opinion, to be honest with you, before we get into it, I don't think anything is going to get done. Every time a politician does. So this uh this thing here, it says Bill Gates lost his marriage due to his friendship with Epstein. That's not confirmed. I mean, what's confirmed is that he was banging some woman that worked for him. That's true. Oh, he That's was? like, he oh, was yeah. banging a woman that worked for Epstein? Yeah. No, no, no not oh. for Epstein, for him, oh. for Bill Gates. Oh. Something evil oh, or demonic. Um, they seem to have enough money to buy their way out of any trouble they have on Earth. It's one of the reasons why I'm so happy to believe in God and believe in the concept of souls being annihilated. Because I'm so of- happy to believe in God and be poor because if <laughs> I was rich, I could buy my way out of all the stuff I would do if I wasn't poor. Yeah. So a lot of these bad, terrible, evil people um, won't suffer any consequences on earth and they live really, really good for themselves. In the afterlife. I mean, Epstein was murdered in jail, so he didn't get away with anything. If they won't, they'll be punished eternally for what they've done. And when I say eternally, they will be destroyed. They will be wiped out of existence. And I see no use of keeping people around like this. So does he not believe in hell? He believes, like, we just get, like, uh, like our soul just gets destroyed? That's his or version maybe, of hell. Maybe hell. Maybe hell is out of his existence because he's not going there. I don't know. No, no, he won't. So, here's what happened. Bill Gates has already lost his marriage Liberals, due to his- as well as Democrats, as well as Republicans, as well as as well as as well as as well as libertarians like my new friend Eric July. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to like cozy up to Eric July friendship with the convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, but he's about to lose a whole lot more. According to investigators who revealed the globalist billionaire is about to be thrown under the bus and prosecuted on child rape charges. so where is it? Gates isn't the only global elite facing charges. A whole host of household names, including members of the U.S. House and Senate, are currently sweating bullets as walls close. So, so not only Bill Gates, but members of the federal government. This would be huge. This would be so huge. I like how this article used the term uh, Bill Gates is being thrown under the bus. 
Like, like that's like that's like a something that the the elite would do. They're gonna throw him under the bus to save themselves. But then here it's like, and they're coming for everybody else too. They're currently sweating as the walls close in on them. It's true. It's such a fucking such like a editorial fictional fucking way to say this stuff. Who's left to throw him under the bus if everyone's going down? Like, who's the person at the top that's just throwing everyone under the bus? Yeah, this is like the shitty fan fiction. It this is. This is the same person who wrote, uh, what, what was it? Uh, was was Twilight? No. Um, yes. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, was, a, yeah. was an erotic fanfic of Twilight. Originally. Yeah, this is just shitty fanfic of the news. And on them. And, yeah, there is a bunch of news article articles. Articles. Oh, my God. That guy, Dom, I don't know how to say his last name. He's always posting bullshit on Twitter. Oh, I yeah. <clears throat> he, he, got, he got banned for posting um, videos of Adam22's wife breastfeeding from their family channel. And he posted them saying it was from their porn channel. And they're like, you can't just... Oh, breastfeeding and call it porn. That's child porn, dude. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, he was claiming it was from their porn. It it is weird to post photos of yourself breastfeeding, but whatever. You can do it if you want. But that is even more weird to claim it was porn. Billy appears happy birthday to Egghead Oops. Forgot not to do the giggle shucks. (laughs) What the hell, Seth looks? We said no giggles for Egghead's birthday. Anything that ends with a two. Is going to cause that giggle. You can't be doing that. Everybody watching, if you're going to wish Egghead a happy birthday, make sure it's a denomination that doesn't end in $2 or else that stupid giggle will come out. Please like the the stream, too. Please like the stream to make Egghead smile. It's out there about the the stream like you would diddle Egghead on his birthday. You can take a look for yourself. Um, We don't have to just completely... Go. I like how there's like a picture of Kamala Harris, I get in kind of a low cut top for her. And then that it's Ghislaine yeah. Maxwell. Like, are they trying to say they're basically the same per I, I I don't know. It just doesn't make any there's all this weird like, oh, we'll associate these two things together. Did they also show Ghislaine Maxwell's boobs? Probably. Maybe they're trying to say Ghislaine Maxwell dresses better than she's like no. Oh, she's there at the Museum of Art with Epstein's wife. Okay, she wasn't his wife, by the way. She, I, maybe they had a relationship, but they were like business partners and co you know, cohorts when it came. She really took the fall because there was no. I mean, she definitely did things that she deserved to be uh, prosecuted for, but because there was no Epstein there to take the fall, a lot of it came down on her too. A lot of it because she was the one left alive. Um, uh, Epstein and Maxwell were like Mulder and Scully, but instead of looking for alien activity, they looked for politicians they could take pictures of with underage girls. <laughs> Go into it, but apparently people who were there um, witnessed, I guess, Bill Gates doing this kind of stuff as well as these Who? Who are they? Politicians. I guess you know, just all these people that signed NDAs. Okay. So they All can, right, let's so they can serve shrimp at the orgies. Let's 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 clear it up. Uh an NDA does not stop you from reporting a crime. If you 
know of a crime being committed and you happen to have an NDA with the person who committed the crime, an NDA is not a thing where you can't ever say anything about anyone ever. It, like, if, yeah. if you literally see, if you have an NDA with Bill Gates and you literally see Bill Gates committing a crime, you you can report it to the police. There's there's uh, that's not but how NDAs work. Now, you if can't you can't forget, if you work for Bill Gates and you sign an NDA and and you leak emails you and him had together that were all just business emails, then you could get in trouble because of the NDA. Yeah, he- but you don't sign an NDA. You don't like when you sign an NDA with people like this, you don't worry about the law. You worry about them calling the suicide hotline and ordering one up like it's a pizza, having it delivered to your house, Hillary Clinton style. Yeah. Bill Gates got that number too. And they've decided most likely to turn on their constituents and the people that were involved in this so they can get their own ass a uh, shorter stay in the cage and the clink. So that is what's <laughs> I love going- Brett's rationalization of everything. Yeah, you know, they're turning on them right now, so they get themselves a shorter stay in the cage and a clink. <laughs> I mean, we'd have their testimony. We would have their, like, sworn testimony. And I'll provide a link for anybody that wants to take a look at that. And, yeah. God bless. Have a wonderful day. There God you go. Bless. There you go. There you have it. Breaking news. Breaking news. I, I have another Brett video. Let's check out this one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to the Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. There's been a lot of issues with the LGBTQ. Oh, my goodness. They've been adding so many words to this thing. Words? Do they add words or do they add letters, Brett? There are no words. <laughs> oh, at uh, a certain point, you add so many letters, they're going to spell something. It becomes a new word. It's algebra. As of late, there's a group out there called Gays versus. I do Groomer. think the LGBTQ are giving the Amish barbecue people a run for their money. Something about a nice fucking wet LGBTQ bone rib. So good. Where they've been having some internal struggle with other homosexuals. He's going to do this apparently. There's bad, there's bad groomers in the gay community. Uh, in their group. <laughs> See, there's a lot of people out there that have this mindset where they just want to be accepted. They want to be able to get along in their community and they want to be able to have a normalized existence in society. And to be honest with you, as a person who believes in God, I've got no issue with that. Back in the day when homosexuals said, look, what we do in our bedroom is our own business. Um, I was all for that. He's saying, get back in the closet. <laughs> Go back in the closet and hide. I don't want to see your gay shit is what Brett's saying right now. Oh, I was okay when I didn't have to know about it. You know, it was bad enough knowing it existed to Brett. Well, was- Christians are all about the temptation, and that's every temptation. Every Christian only believes in God because if they didn't, they would do every tempting thing in the world. They would eat carbs. They would have gay sex. They would murder. 
that's the one thing Christians all have in common. If it wasn't for God, they would be the most vile, disgusting, degenerate human beings on earth. They already Atheists, do all of that. <laughs> Atheists can choose to be vile and degenerate without having the guise of fear of hell above their heads. Sophie, um, what you do as an adult, if you're a consenting adult, uh, no matter what my beliefs or views are whenever it comes to God, um, your life is your life, and I believe that God created us all with free will. We can choose to... You believe God created us with free will, but then you also believe he knows everything that's going to happen already, and those two God beliefs created, are contradictory. God created Brett with free willy. Do by God, or we can choose to do our own thing. You know, we can choose to do good, we can choose to live gray or do evil. I believe that. I believe that we're all the masters gray? of our destiny. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, or maybe we like, just misheard him, but I heard to live gray, too, but I don't know what that means, or if that was a is mispronunciation. Like, is that like uh, gay without all the rainbows? Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the uh, what is it, monochromatic spectrum? Yeah, gray is being gay without accepting rainbows. Frifty. Not everybody wants to be out there with the rainbows. Fifty shades of gay. Destiny that God <laughs> created the parameters like that. But for the LGBTQ, they have a serious issue where there's a lot of pedophiles and perverts out there who have basically hijacked. <sighs> yeah, so does the fucking every church. <laughs> yeah, but we see wh how he's trying to present this information. It's so dishonest the way he's doing it. Their group. And the gays versus groomers, which is a group of homosexuals, their own community, who is actively fighting against pedophiles who are getting into their ranks. Um, one of their problems that they have is a majorly popular YouTuber called Jeffrey Marsh. Do you know who that is? Because I'm not familiar with that. No, okay. no idea. Yeah, I'm not familiar with I don't know if name. you've ever heard of this guy. Let me give you a rundown of why it is he's a problem for a lot of people. And he complains insistently about how he receives death threats and people are mean to him and all this. What Jeffrey did was Jeffrey made himself famous and popular on YouTube because he would get up in full drag makeup and then get on video and start talking directly as if he were talking to your six-year-old. Why six-year-old? Did he talk like a, like, did he talk to the camera like Mr. Rogers or something like that? Like, I, I don't. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful yeah. day for the gabers. He would say, hey, little children. Um, I don't know anything about this person, so it's hard for me to poke holes in this, but uh, I'm guessing Brett is being dishonest. Just a hunch. How about this? How about this? So far, everything he's done, talking to kids in drag, is fine. I don't know anything about it. So far. It. Are you watching so it or something? What no, what oh. Brett's explained. Okay. You can dress up in drag and address your video to children. No, no. You're turning them gay. <laughs> Let me talk to you about sex and all this kind of stuff. And then Does he do that? Where's the clip? Can you play a clip of this? Yeah, Brett, let me see all this sexy kid talk. Disagree. Uh, like, like, 
you, you probably shouldn't be uh, a sex educator uh, to six-year-olds. I, I don't know if that's your place. Um, also, as a parent, you shouldn't let them find this shit. I think normally you have to mark if a video's content for children, and then normally YouTube would step in with that kind of shit. Um, so I don't, I find it, I don't think I'm getting the correct information from Brett. Call it a hunch. With him. I don't approach. know. They're just about to pick up Bill Gates for all of his crimes oh, against children. Yeah. They'll take this guy down next. He might have been a co-conspirator. Children are targeting children, which he did all the time. Homosexuals would tell him that he's going over the line. He would then say that because of his homosexuality, he's not accepted. He couldn't take responsibility or accountability for it not being about him being a homosexual. It's not about a gay issue it's about an adult who is targeting and preying upon children like a predator someone who thinks that they should be able to walk around in public and interact and engage with your little girls and little boys uh whether you're a gay couple or straight couple <clears throat> what if you're a gay icon what was this guy's last name again marsh jeffrey marsh yeah, I don't know much about him. Let's see. You know, uh, try and find some of the his nastiest videos. I, I I don't know. It says he's on TikTok. Looks like he is on. Uh, he has twenty three thousand subs. What the heck, man? Um, he. I don't see. I don't see anything to believe that, uh, hold on, there is, most of this content seems to be geared towards adults. Uh, there is a video mm. where called Kids Need LGBTQ Characters on Their Screens. Um, maybe that's what they That's what Tinky Winky gro- was. Grooming. That's probably what they, just putting it out there and that a kid might see it, they call that grooming, like. We gave them Tinky Winky as a Teletubby. That's all you need. Once you give them Tinky Winky, equality has been achieved. Everything else after Tinky Winky, that's just showing off. Nobody cares that he's homosexual. Nobody cares that he's gay. But the- I mean, that's the same thing. You just brought up two points. He does this all the time. He'll bring up Nobody two things. Nobody cares that he's queer. Nobody cares that he's gay. Nobody cares that he's homosexual. Yeah. Nobody cares that he's light in the pants. And he acts like those are multiple points when they're, it's, he's just repeating the same point over and over again. It's weird. They care about is the safety of their children. And unfortunately. Okay. Well, I haven't found any evidence that this guy is doing anything wrong. Maybe he is. I, but I, it, I'm quit. sure he probably is. Are you? Are you sure? It's this, uh, this, uh, post here it says so oh okay (laughs) but i mean like it's the parents responsibility to not let them watch things that they don't think they should watch so i this is just a non-issue altogether this person if this person was as bad as brett says they were every other right-leaning christian person would have outed him by now Brett's never ahead of the curve on no. anything. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's he's hanging from the coattails of everything. 
Originally, because the LGBTQ has found LGBTQ. See, he, he's he. That's why he's saying there's too many letters because he can't even remember them all. He can't remember the letters and the words he says Algebra regularly. Cow. Yeah, it's true. Working on all cinder blocks. Found <laughs> themselves in the same position that the Christian church has found themselves in. The Christian church has always tried to represent itself as a loving group who accepts everybody in, love the sinner, hate the sin type of attitude. Well, the LGBTQ, even though a lot of homosexuals <laughs> hate yeah. Christianity and think that Christianity hates them, they have found that because they've been so accepting and bringing in all these different people from all walks of life, on the basis that they all hold this, like, center belief that homosexuality is the way to go for them, unfortunately... This is a dishonest way of making it seem as if there's a, a, a connection between people being gay and child molestation. That's what this is. It's a very weird, dishonest thing that people have been doing recently and that's what it is there's a connection between being a, fa a father and child molestation like that happens in every single facet unfortunately you're more likely to get abused by somebody in your family than a random drag queen yeah yeah Fortunately, <laughs> they have found themselves in the same rut that christians have because Christianity has been so open and accepting, we've found a lot of priests and a lot of preachers and a lot of very... Oh, see, he's mentioning this. So let's see how he tries to dismiss it like it doesn't matter. Very deplorable people that use... Oh, it's the openness of it. Christianity is just so open. That's how this happens. <laughs> it's not like institutional authority that makes it happen. It's unfortunate how accepting we are as Christians... Some of these LGBTQPs get in here. The P obviously stands for priest. You got to add priest to LGBT. And to hurt others, they use it as a weapon as opposed to something of love and charity and goodness. Well, homosexuals, because they accepted a bunch of people, they are now having the same backfire problem that religion has had for thousands of years. Now <laughs> they've got a bunch of perverts and a bunch of bastards who are coming in and saying, hey, you know, if you don't like my pervertedness, if you don't like the That's whole That's how they say it. They say my pervertedness. So Brett's saying if you want to be a successful religion, you have to stop accepting people. You have to be like... A few, not a majority. Targeting of children. Time for religions to tighten up the ranks. You have a problem with homosexuals, or you're a phobe this or a phobe that. It's disgusting. They're basically using um, the groups and the LGBTQ to defend their behavior and their wicked actions. And when oh, I say wicked God. actions, I'm not even talking about homosexuality or gay. I myself, I live on the very belt buckle. Homosexuality or gay. I live on the belt buckle of the Bible belt. So sometimes I like to unbuckle that belt and just let it hang out and see how many LGBTQs I could have at the weenie roast.
of what about LGBTWs? Taught the Bible Belt, the very belt buckle, and I have yet in all my entire life has ever met anybody that wants to do any homosexuals any harm. If you were to go to some of these churches around here, they will be clear that they don't want to go along with homosexuality, that they don't want to endorse that or support it. But so what? If someone decides they don't want something, a part of their sexual preference, if someone says, this isn't my gig or it's something I want to partake in, are people not allowed to have the right and choice to say, no, I don't want anything to do with that? As you say that you want to do whatever you want in your bedroom, can a person not believe what they want or think the way they want to think in their own household or in their own mind? Who are we to tell someone how to think? As long as people are not harming each other or causing problems, you can have as many stupid-ass ideas as you want as your head. As long as you <laughs> stupid don't... Stupid-ass ideas, huh. like loving a man. Yeah, exactly. I like. He still has to put that slant on it. Don't expect your thoughts or your delusions or your idioticy to affect... Idioticy? Idioticy. <laughs> Idi- Homer's idioticy? <laughs> yes, in the, in the idioticy. That's Brett Keen is Homer... Uh, Homer Simpson's idiotacy. <laughs> it's like the Iliad and the Odyssey mixed together, right? The idiotacy. It's like idiocracy's Odyssey. Oh my God! It's ah, idiotacy is the idiotacy. Idiocracy. The yeah, that is around. a fun word. Congratulations, Idi- Brett, on giving us a really good word. He does it all time. the time, like Zeo de Dong. But People still say Zeo that. Zeo de Dong is funny, but Idiotacy is actually kind of brilliant. It's not brilliant, <laughs> though. It, he didn't create it on purpose. It's just him and his fucked up speech. He wasn't like, this wasn't like this clever idea he came up with. Yeah, but That's it's why good it's enough hilarious. to steal. I'm going to yeah. go right to Idiotacy now. It's that simple. It's a simple oral rule between humans an oral rule you can't talk down on the lgbtq and then claim you have an oral rule something tells me the lgbtq's oral rules more than brett's oral rules Uh but jeffrey marsh he is a youtuber who consistently makes videos where he targets children he'll that's such a fucked up way of positioning it he targets them he's Brett Keen is so dishonest it's he's so dishonest that it just kind of like seeps out of him he couldn't hide it if he wanted to it's just so obvious by the way everyone watching right now please like the stream if you haven't already liking the stream is very helpful to the stream we know you're there it doesn't cost you a thing please like the stream throw us a bone we'll start his if, video- if somebody's dishonesty is so unbelievable. Does that somehow make them honest then? No. He goes out saying, hello, young people. Hey, you know, little Johnny, Susie, um, you shouldn't listen to your parents. You shouldn't listen to what your parents say. It's perfectly fine for you to go out and get a blow job or do this or do that. That's sick. Society has always had a problem with people going after little kids and talking to kids about nasty stuff like that. 
And for whatever oddball reason, there's a bunch of weirdos out there who are wanting to get into the school systems and they're wanting to get in a place of power, position of power, so they can have this effect and be able to have access to little people. Little people? So now we're talking about, you know... Bridget the... Yes, Bridget the yes, little person? Yes. Bridget rhymes Powers? with Bridget. Yes. Is that what he's talking about? Bridget the rhymes with Bridget? Yes. Um, I mean, not her specifically, but her that's, not, her... that's not who he's talking about, no. He's talking about children. I know, but why is he saying little people? Because <laughs> he forgets that uh, little people exist in this world. Apparently. He forgets that... He forgets that there's a whole subsection of humans that you could legally have sex with referred to as little people. Little people, yeah. I, does he forget that, or is he being misleading again? So he, later on he could be like, well, I didn't say that. I meant little people, you know? Yeah, he'll probably use like that Peter now that Dinklage. you put it in his head. Oh, man. Better he... not have sex with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> this is the reason why Christians are pissed. And then these same bastards turn around and claim, oh, it's a God issue. It's a religion issue. No, it comes right down to keep your fucking dirty hands off the kids. It's it, it's as simple as that. There's no other thing about it. As far as I'm concerned, if 90% of the <coughs> world were to turn gay right now and you all wanted to ride the fucking rainbow, go for it. You know, listen to disco music or funk town. What the fuck are you doing? Are we in the seventies? <laughs> are we back you know, in the seventies? Disco music is gay, is what Brett's saying. That, still, the seventies. I mean, like young gay people today aren't listening to disco. It's such a weird when thing. When Brett thinks gay, he thinks the village disco. people. He thinks of the he village people. Funky town. Yeah, he's literally thinking of like the, the village people and that kind of shit. He's thinking of the 70s gay people. He thinks they're all wearing assless chaps. To be fair, the village people did burn a very gay impression into our society. Yeah. I mean, for for him, yeah, you know, he was like a little kid then. And have a good time. Live your life till you die and shit. Live it to the fullest. But keep me out of your fucking nonsense. And definitely... Don't go after the kids. It doesn't get Don't any more after simpler kids. than that, ladies and gentlemen. One of the major rules that straight people have learned long ago is say what you will, do what you will. Well, it's nice to know that we can't fucking... throw all the predators in uh, Catholicism and Christianity back at Brett when he targets the gay people for their predatory behaviors because they're only in... The church because of how accepting Christianity yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's their biggest flaw. Bring other people's children into it. And one of the things that I've always been taught growing up is never, if you want to not get into a fight with other people, don't you ever fucking tell somebody else how to raise their kid. <laughs> don't tell people what they ought to do. I mean, there are some parents that need to be told. There are some okay, like, very, very terrible parents that do need to be told. Brett, I won't tell you how to raise your kid. Don't tell me how to lay your kid down. Their kid or what their kid ought to do. And especially do not try to create a fucking wedge between how parents take care of their children. 
Unless you see a parent going all out fucking abusing their kid emotionally, spiritually, and physically, you are to keep your fucking mouth shut and let a father and mother raise their kids the way they see fit. Period. That's the rule. That's the way life works, and that's the way okay. I have been. Then raise your kid. Don't tell me how to groom them, Brett. All my life. I'm going to double down. I appreciate that. going full groomer tonight on drunk. We also have another rule, too. Never give relationship advice to other people. Because you never know what's (laughs) truly going on in somebody's heart or mind. You just simply say... So Brett is telling people to mind their own fucking business, which is something Brett does not do at all. Yeah. If I was to maybe punch my wife in the eye, you wouldn't know why I did it. Don't tell her to leave me. Mind your own freaking business. You've got a friend that's having a relationship issue or whatever is, you know, do the best you can, ma'am or sir. You know, if you love this person, give it all you got. Think about things. But never, like, direct people's choices or use manipulation techniques on how people should do things relationship-wise or sexually. Which, unfortunately, a guy like Jeffrey Marsh has apparently never been raised properly or told about these fucking rules in society. (laughs) These rules. (laughs) What? These rules of don't give relationship advice. Leave a man alone with his wife. Don't tell her how to live. If she leaves him, it's your fault, not his. (laughs) Well, that's all I got to say, folks. I don't give a shit what people do in their lives. Just as long. It just sounds like you do. You literally just said a whole bunch of shit that makes it sounds like that makes it sound like you do. As I don't give a shit what people do with their lives. Just follow these arbitrary rules I just laid down in front of you. With my kids, or fuck with those I love. God bless. Okay. I, I, he threw in the fuck with those I love thing because that's his old go-to that's, uh, you know, attacking his family. So he can fall back on that no matter what. No matter Hold what. On. Does that mean we can't fuck with the games he loves? What games do you think he loves these days? I don't even know. I don't know if he does. He should relaunch games galore. Didn't he say it's StarCraft? So Did he say he's been playing StarCraft a lot? Did he say that? I I missed that. If he if he I did, thought, there was something that he said he liked, but he d- didn't like it because he's like I like it, but I hate it because of pronouns or something. Can't remember. <sighs> Fucking crazy. Starfield. Starfield, oh, Starfield. Okay. Wagner. Yeah, because Starcraft is a very old game. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised because he's old. You know, I don't know the difference between either of them. Starfield just came out a few months ago or like last month <laughs> or something. And Starcraft came out like in the 90s. So same thing in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> very different. But yeah, they both have star in the name. Um, yeah. All right. So, everyone, please like the stream. Uh, we're going to check something out in a second here, but uh, thank you for liking the stream. Also, we uh, we have uh, our Patreon perk, the $33 perk. We got some people that signed up for it. I send out these stickers. There's uh, You get all the lower tier perks, as we said in the in the intro there. Um, I handle the shipping and, the, and, all, and everything. You just got to sign up. And uh, this month, I'm actually giving everyone a choice. Do do you like the Dinor in in uh, white, or do you like the Dinor in black? 
It's your choice. It's a nice big sticker that you can stick on whatever you want. And uh, I'm doing this for the first time this month. If you sign up at the $50 level, you'll get the sticker, and I'll send you a shirt that I'll also give you the choice of uh, black or or white. Uh, Feel free to choose. Um, Sign up right now at any point before the end of the month, and you'll get all the lower tier perks uh, below it, plus a cool shirt and a sticker at the $50 level. And, uh, you know, normally the shirts only come in mail, but uh, we're going to allow them in they, them as well, uh, per your request. (laughs) They're all they, them shirts. They're just like uh, the, the, you know, the the base level kind of shirt. And uh, I'll be getting sizes and everything for everyone who signed up. So make sure your shipping address and uh, is is correct, and I'll be verifying your shirt size before I ship those out. That's that's how it's gonna go. For those of you watching right now, be sure to like the stream. It won't help with your nipple chafing, but it will help with our viewer participation. Yeah. Recommend us further outward. Further outward. That's a good way of putting it. We're going to get into uh, – we we covered um, the Critical Drinker not too long ago. And he has a new uh, video where he interviews Ben Shapiro about his live-action Snow White uh, movie that, that he's coming out with soon. Have you looked into this at all? Not at all. I will say that I – People have commented this, so maybe I was influenced by this by reading it, but the woman that they chose to play Snow White in the Ben Shapiro Snow White movie kind of looks like a female Ben Shapiro. Isn't it the girl from uh, the rant videos? Yeah, I believe uh, everybody I believe says it looks like her anyways. Yeah, I believe it is. I believe it might be. Yeah, I don't remember her damn name, but she's always doing the Ben Shapiro as a thought. Yeah. Yes, so we're going to check it out, but first we'll play the intro. Here we go. Oh, you know what? Now, I just saw they, someone in the chat mention this, and I wasn't aware of it because I haven't lived there in a long time. But it does appear that they're passing legal recreational weed in Ohio. Finally, almost ten years after it failed to pass the vote uh, last time. It's about damn time. Jesus Christ! I uh, guess there's yeah. a trailer for Ben Shapiro's. Um, Snow White out already. Yeah, if you want to link me to it, I'll I'll grab it and we'll do that before we watch the interview. Do you want to do it before the interview or after? I'll see if I can find it. This is very exciting, honestly. Like it's fucking time. Finally, it's ten years late. It's like it's actually like eight years late, but it's still it's been way too long. 
Finally. Gonna, oh my god. You're gonna move back to Ohio? Fuck so no, I'm not. Town weeder? Fuck no, I'm not. <laughs> Everybody is buying property in Toledo now that they can legally smoke weed. Uh, I doubt it is cheap though. It it'll go up. Like people will move there eventually and like gentrify it. It's only a matter of time because it's so cheap there now. It'll probably end up happening eventually. It started happening in Detroit too. Good old Detroit. There's a a the trailer. I think it's the trailer. Okay, I'll grab this. Um, it was on Screen Culture. Says it's a trailer, but it might be. Is it dumb? Like, is it real? It looks like it's real. Well, the thumbnail looks stupid. Like, it's all, it looks like a bad Photoshop. That's why I was like, what the it hell? It does, yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, I'm going to get it really quick here, and then we'll look at it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of blown away by this, but yes, that's great. It it's it passed fifth uh, about fifty six to forty four percent. It's pretty amazing, um, but it, it was still pretty close. You can see which places in Ohio like you wouldn't want to live in by looking at this map. Athens period dots. Athens County is a rural county, but it's home of uh, um, uh, Ohio University, not Ohio State, but Ohio University. So like it passed like sixty nine to thirty there, even in Cincinnati though. Finally, because Cincinnati is a more conservative area for us for an urban area there. But then there's like all the okay Wood County too though yeah that's look yeah. at Toledo on the map yeah Toledo and all the major cities like I think Dayton's like around here somewhere. Akron ain't on the map Akron's like over well it's the top four cities right here Columbus is the largest and then Cleveland then Cincinnati and then Toledo. I almost have the trailer. I'm just downloading it. It's almost it's almost done. Final countdown. Don't forget to like the stream and make sure you're still subscribed. Act yeah, the uh, trailer is like a teaser of a trailer it's, from what we're being told. Oh, okay. But All it's right. it's to it's to shame the woke Snow White. Which hasn't even come out yet. Haven't they? Didn't it almost get like Sonic the Hedgehog where they were going to release it recently, but then they're like, oh shit, people do not like this, so we're going to change it? Is that what happened? Um, I think that. What? I think that it also got pushed back because of the writers and actors' strike, so they had more time to work on it. It does look like they're updating the. Original stuff. Weren't the dwarves originally like only one person was actually going to be a little person and the rest were just like random people? If we're to believe what was released, I don't know if that was official or not, but it looks like they've gone a different direction if that was true. Okay. All right. Here's the trailer. Mara, Mara on the wall. The woke story. Oh, shit. I'm sure a lot of people will assume is a love story just because, like, we cast a guy in the movie. The cartoon was made 85 years ago, and therefore it's extremely dated. She's like the new, uh, 
Brie Larson? Yes, basically. She's the new, like, uh, person that's kind of, like, taken the the place of Brie Larson as far as the... I can't believe they race swap the woman that white guys love to hate. There is a big focus on her love story um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> My queen. No <laughs> oh my god, really bad CGI right there. Uh, mirror, mirror on the Snapchat filter. That looks so bad. She is my undoing. And they're going to do a Willy Wonka song in it? Yeah, that's cute. She's the reason that's a song that's not owned by Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. One of the few. Her innocence and purity is all that can destroy you. <laughs> I swear to God, anybody who goes to see this deserves to watch this shit. Fuck you. Fuck you all. Jesus Christ. Be warned. Is also your salvation queen. <laughs> yes, queen. They're putting the we little people the back to work. Yep. We got the dwarves. Brett is Brett is not happy they're using Lurtle people Lurtle like people, this. You're growing that. Yeah, the lady who makes rant videos for Daily Wire is Snow White. It's beautiful all right here's the interview ben shapiro with critical drinker who critical drinker kind of looks like a thin sargon of a cod and they're they're both british i think critical drinker is like scottish though let's see now most of you are probably aware that in the next year or two we could very well be looking at a snow white versus snow white face off (laughs) one of those (laughs) face off Movies is being made by Disney and stars everyone's favorite actress, Rachel Zegler, and the other is being made by The Daily Wire in direct competition. Oh my god. Damn, what's Disney gonna do? That girl, uh, Brett Cooper, has got a... a, I I don't like her hair pulled back. (laughs) Something about her made her look like a, a grandpa or something with her hair pulled back. Am I am I wrong for saying that? I just feel, I feel like, like she, it, she's like Ben Shapiro. She looks like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, she, she looks like she should be playing one of the dwarves. <laughs> oh my god! Of you, I had no real idea what the thinking behind this movie was, so I decided I might as well ask the guy behind it, and he agreed to have a chat with me. So, well, this is my interview with Ben Shapiro. Enjoy. What is this movie all about? Like, what- you ever listen to those? Com- <laughs> you ever listen to those commercials that are like a fake conversation, like, and it's literally just uh, to promote a product? They're like, "Oh, you're a yeah. low pressure company." You, you like that kind of thing? People need to figure out mythological dwarfs aren't the same thing as humans with dwarfism. It's true. Uh, that is true. They're like big and stout and strong. Uh, but you I do say that's true. But what if? Little people are dwarfs, mythological dwarfs in the closet. We don't know about it yet. But yeah, this uh, this interview kind of translates to like a fake, like those those fake conversations you hear on the radio that are actually a commercial. That's basically what this is. Do we think somebody set up this set to look like 
grandmother's fucking doily room. This is probably Ben Shapiro's house or something. (laughs) Honestly. To start it off, where'd you get the first idea for it? Um, And what are you hoping to accomplish with this one? So we got the idea for it literally the day that Rachel Zegler did an interview in which she said that she hated the original Snow White and wanted to rip the guts out of it. And, And then Disney released those ridiculous cast photos of, of dwarves that were not dwarves, the, the multiracial, multi-ethnic, tall people, and one dwarf. Uh, and, uh, and it was at that point that this is how we make decisions at the Daily Wire. <laughs> I, I literally just emailed that to my business partner, Jeremy Boring, and I was like, we should Hold do Hold on. Something. His business partner's last name is Boring? Yeah, that's, they're in the business of boring the shit out of me. I mean, like, it is just his name, but that's ridiculous. Like, that's got to turn Jeremy Boring's off. name came up when uh, we had uh, Stephen Crowder try to go to war with this oh, company. I see. That, that name came up then as well. He's like, Jeremy Boring offered me a certain amount of money, and I told him, no, I'm actually going to break up with my wife and uh, look like a fool. Thing Join like the this. mug club. Like, okay, we're just going to make Snow White. So we decided that we were going to do a very rushed movie of Snow White, but we're going to do it to all the specs, with music, with singing, with the original storyline in classic fashion that imbibes from the original well of the values. Specifically because if Disney wants to cede that field to us, we'd be fools not to take it. And we're, we're kind of shocked by the fact that no other studio has done that. I mean, just on a pure market basis, if, if you have one of the most significant film achievements of all time, one of the most popular movies of all time, and the people who are making the remake of that movie in live-action fashion have decided to betray that movie and say out loud. It's not even like a surprise. They're, they're saying out loud, we want to betray this movie. We don't like the original values that a woman is reliant on a man. She's a girl boss who's going to be, I don't know, fighting the witch on her own. And the prince is going to be standing off to the side if there is a prince at all. And if she's <sighs> not a transgender, non-binary, Snow White, whatever. Like, it would be idiotic not to go back to, you know, the thing that works and do the thing that works yeah. in the face of the thing that clearly is not going to work. And Disney has a, a horrible habit of doing this. They keep taking some of the greatest IP of all. So, like, why are you I, – I just don't – does he actually think he's going to compete with Disney? <laughs> with his him-looking fucking video commentator? Yeah. He's going to have a him-looking Snow White. I hope he plays every character. She should play every female character, and he should play every male character. All time. And they're still living off the money from that IP, right? I mean, they're putting up on Disney Plus all these placards ahead of Aladdin saying, this movie is super offensive. But I saw they didn't take down the movie, right? They still know that we all want to subscribe so that our kids can watch the original Aladdin. So they're making money off of it. But then they'll make the, the live-action Aladdin, make it way worse for, for a quick money grab. Well, if, if I can essentially grab, if, if our company can grab the legacy of the original Snow White, then why would we not do that? We, we should do that. Why would you not do that? Let me tell you why. Uh, people can just watch the original. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess in a way this was kind of Disney's thing where like the stories they chose to tell, they didn't actually create. They just took like a folk tale and, and turned it into their, their rendition of it. So I guess, you know, it's fine that they that Ben Shapiro make Snow White. Is he trying to mirror the the Disney animated Snow White, though, or is he following the original story? Uh, He'll probably follow the story that Disney had (laughs) because the original story is different than the Disney story. Right. He's obviously got the seven dwarves coming through. 
Uh, yeah. he, we, we saw them. We saw them. He, he's basically everything that Disney said was too uh, wrong and they want to correct. That's what he's going to double down on. Yeah. He's like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take it to the 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 movie, and we're gonna everything Disney says is wrong. We're gonna do, and then everything Disney does right, we can't afford to do. I I don't watch the live action Disney movies, and it's not it's not because of the woke part of it. It's just it just looks dumb. Like I don't need like I have no need to see these old animated films acted out live action. And a lot of it's live action because most of it's like CGI anyway. So yeah, I, I just don't just, care for it. It's just something they can do to get sure. new kids to go to the theater. Yes. They can re-release the old stuff, but they have that at home on DVD, on VHS, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, for me... live action gets people out for a ticket. For me, it's not even... Like, it's not even about, like, the the, like, representation part of it. It's just more recycled Hollywood bullshit to me. And and they've been doing that for a very long time, like over a decade now, like remaking old things or like uh, rebooting things instead of just I creating just saw, new stuff. I just saw this week they're talking about rebooting The Longest Yard. Oh, my God. I liked that movie. Which was a remake. It was a remake. I liked the <laughs> I liked the Adam Sandler version because there was a lot of wrestlers in that. And you saw Stone Cold and Goldberg in a movie together. Yeah. That was it cool. It was a good remake, but it was a remake of a Burt Reynolds movie. Sure. Sure. And they do that a lot. They do it a lot, a lot, a lot. I remember they re they remade The Lady Killers with Tom Hanks. And <laughs> that was an old movie with uh um Alec Guinness. Was in the original. Have you ever seen that? Like, uh, I didn't. Haven't seen the original though. There's been like four A Star Is Borns. We saw oh, that yeah. recently with Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, I remember. I there that. was four or five of them. I think it was four. Yeah, no, it makes sense, and um, <clears throat> I don't think any of us expected the reaction that uh, came with the uh, the Disney version of Snow White. Like, there's, you know. There, there's certainly been people. Who I don't like the way Critical Drinker did this. He did it in the stereo. Films is a company that cranks out low-budget knockoff movies direct to video to confuse grandmas that don't know the difference. That's the level Ben is working on. Oh yeah, yeah. He he knows he knows that 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 works because Asylum's done it for thirty years. I I yeah. don't think I need these two guys. Telling me about Snow White ever. I remember the knockoff Thor that was floating around that wasn't MCU, but it came out around was the same. Was it Kevin Nash in that? Was it? I, I don't remember. I, I remember seeing it on some of the streaming services out there, and it was just like, obviously Thor is folklore that isn't copyrighted. Just the Marvel, like, interpretation of him. But it's so similar to, like, just the regular mythical character that... Pretty much anyone can make a Thor movie. So as long as the other Marvel characters aren't part of it, it's not a big deal. So they they did that to try and confuse people to be like, oh, yeah, this is the Thor. This is the Thor Marvel movie. I'm buying this. Kevin Kevin Nash played Odin in that. Oh, my and Richard God. Grieco, Richard Grieco played Loki. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Richard, shout out Grieco. Richard Grieco. Wasn't he on 21 Jump Street with uh, Johnny Depp I back in the day? Pretty sure. I remember him. From uh, what was it the movie? Lo it looks could kill 
where he played like a teenage James Bond. <laughs> it was so fucking good. You know, I, someone I, I recognize from back in the day, um, by the way, Richard Grieco was uh, on 21 Jump Street, and after 21 Jump Street ended, he became a booker. It was like a spinoff series that did not last. Mm. What was the last thing you just mentioned? Sorry, I like... Richard Grieco played it, uh, I think it was If Looks Could Kill. It was like a, a if a teenager, he went on like a, it was basically like a Burt Kreischer's The Machine. I except, see. Except uh, when he went on his college trip, he became like a James Bond figure instead of a, a mafia train robber. I see. Huh. Who have been less enthusiastic about the the live action remakes they've done? I'm definitely one of them, um, and it's it was very much a case of okay, here comes another one. Uh, then they cast Rachel Zegler as Snow White, and you think uh, okay, well it's uh, <laughs> it's a race swap of the character, and it seems a bit nonsensical given the the nature. See, that wasn't even the this first a- thing I thought of when they mentioned her that she's like Hispanic or whatever. Her last name is like a German name, so she's not like they they make it seem like she's like. Pocahontas or something like that you know what I mean it's it's kind of weird it's it's just weird having these guys sit at grandma's coffee table to tell you exactly what you need to think about why they're making a fucking movie that nobody asked for because Disney made a movie that nobody asked for like oh Disney's making a movie that nobody asked for so what we're gonna do we're gonna also make a movie that nobody asked for but this movie is gonna have midgets in it yeah, we say midgets here because we like midget strippers and midget pro wrestlers. They should have just went for broke. They should have found some like African actress, you know, to uh, they should have went to like Kenya and found some African actress there to play Snow White. Just go for broke. Piss who, these fuckers who, who, Disney? off. Disney? Uh yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Well, there's that there's that old cartoon Cole Black and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, is there's that like even a, a Warner thing? Brothers? There's a Warner Brothers like Lo- Looney Tunes cartoon, and it's super racist. Where it's basically uh, like Snow White, but with the characters of like the the mammies and and everything. It's really really over the top racism of the Germanic legend. But okay, fine. And the name that. of the movie, and the plot of the movie, and exactly. The <laughs> if you want, like, I don't care about the skin color of the characters, but when the literal line from the movie is skin as white as snow, yeah, and that's why her name is Snow White, it makes it kind of weird to that. For, like, so why is her it's, name Snow White? Because we live in 2023. Have you bought cocaine lately? They can't call it white anymore. It's been so fucking stepped on. It's they call it Ziggler. Used. Yeah, I mean, we had pure. Okay, well, yeah. fine. Oh, fine. Okay, sure. And then we had the the dwarves, which are no longer dwarves because Peter Dinklage got mad about it, and so we don't have them, and we don't even have. <laughs> this is this, so fucking weird watching about these two love. guys talk about this like they really care about a children's uh, show. That's what I movie. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like it sounds like a like a fake conversation. That's they already agreed where they were going to take this before it started. You know what I mean? Like, or, or they downright Look, like scripted it. We have a war. We have a war. <laughs> the woke mobsters are gonna take d- d- Snow White from us. We have to fight back and make a very shitty version of Snow White, starring someone who's not even an actress, someone who sits in a staged bedroom and pretends to be Ben Shapiro with tits that isn't Abby Shapiro, by the way. 
of over, like overcoming all because it's no longer about that. It's according to Rachel Zegler, it's about uh, Snow White's quest for power. Uh, so you, you've lost everything, every aspect of the original movie, and um, it, it really just seemed like the perfect storm. It was. Um, I mean, a, a lot of the movie. other Disney movies, you've seen them playing around the edges of this, right? What they'll do is they'll do a remake of Beauty and the Beast, and they're not fundamentally undercutting it. They're just making a worse version of the is original. Is it that and big of a deal if if Snow White saves herself rather than the Huntsman? Do we care that fucking much about this story? Because I, I don't care shit about the Huntsman. I don't know. I don't know who the fucking Huntsman was. Like, like, like when I think of the Snow White, I think of Snow White. Do we need to have some random guy save her? Can we not rewrite the story where she, I don't know, d- 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 spits the apple out? I don't know what they're gonna do. She's got to bite the apple, right? So is there no Huntsman the in the apple. in the Rachel Rachel Zegler version? Do they? Hopefully, hopefully he's there and he's gay and he's just there to like tell her what what to wear. Hopefully I don't know. He's there and he's gay. <laughs> yeah. Put a chick in it, make her gay. Yeah. Be like, and also, Lafu is gay. And you're like, okay. In the original movie, he's a sycophant. He's not gay. I see what you're doing. It's a sop to whatever crowd you think you're appealing to. I don't know who's like, man, I wasn't going to see Beauty and the Beast, but now that LeFou is gay, I I'm do totally think it's in. pretty <laughs> based. It's pretty based for Disney to be like, oh, let's take this sycophant and make him gay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Time to make more bad guys gay. The logic was on that, but apparently it pleases someone. Okay, fine. It's stupid. but Apparently in a lot of the classic Disney uh, films, the animated films, the uh, the characters, the the villains were given like traits that could be considered gay. Yeah, Jafar was oh uh, over the top gay. Um, Space Girl says he doesn't save her; he just decides not to kill her. Is that what happened with the Huntsman? I for, did he wake her up? Who woke her up? Did she 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 was cast under a spell? Is Snow White and Sleeping Beauty the same cartoon? Yeah, he Don't did decide sleep? he did decide not to kill her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he went back and like lies and said that he killed her, but he didn't to to like throw uh her off the trail. But he woke her up, right? Like I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I I I don't watch this shit when I was a kid. I I don't I think I watched Bambi first and I was traumatized. If you want to, all right, or or the or no the more Disney. where it's like, okay, this is a Danish, this is a Danish fairy tale, and that is why Ariel has red hair, and we've all seen the, the memes of how every redhead ends up as a black person. Disney <laughs> 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 films, don't be a redhead in a Disney film is is the, is the message. But did you hear what he just said? Yeah, they recast the redhead people as uh, black people, and that's why you should. Which, be, yeah. Which uh, who, was it? Was it Sanford and Son? Was was that was was Red? Yeah, Red Fox. Red, yeah, he would have been making so much fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but okay, fine. Like, and I can see that you're trolling for you're, you're trolling for the audience hatred, which they've really been doing a lot since the Kathleen Kennedy Star Wars, since the Rose Tico stuff, since the. You know, the audience reacts badly to a character, and it's because we, it's the audience, the audience is wrong. It's the Principal Skinner thing. You know, it, it can't be, the kids are, uh, I could be wrong, or the kids. It was cool to see the guy who was like 
the Chinese kid in Goonies come back in Loki. He was also in the Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was as yeah, soon as he, I saw him, I was like, dude, that's the guy from the Goonies. He's an Oscar winner. Yeah, pretty hilarious. It, it, yeah. The kids must be wrong. And, and so Disney's really been playing a lot into that, but they hadn't full on just said, you know what? We hate our original movie. Like, hate it. And we are going to gut that. And we're going to wear its face around like a, like a weird Hannibal Lecter mask. And that's, that's essentially what they pledged to do. And so that's such a great market opening for us to, to put out something competitive. And obviously they got wind of that because now they completely recast it. They they have created really horrible looking dwarves. Who they are got hor- wind of our movie and they had to recast their Disney. <laughs> I mean, with our movie, just distribution alone, <laughs> there's no comparison. <laughs> Every movie theater in the in North America <laughs> is going to have the Disney version. I mean, how many theaters is the is Ben Shapiro's version going to be in? I mean, if it's in any of the theaters near me that I have uh, any Regal theaters, because I have the Regal Unlimited, if it's in any of those theaters, I'll go see it. Oh, damn. Because I, 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 I get to see as many movies I want a month for uh, the same price. So yeah. I'll go see it. Do you think it will money be, out though? Of my pocket. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it, yeah. If I'm, if I'm lucky, it might be playing at the theater down in Auburn by the Super Mall. Because they have 17 screens, and it's kind of a low-budget area. A low-budget area. Or giant. Who are, they're still giant because they had to... <laughs> I'm yeah, assuming they're facing CGI over... Right? Yeah, over the actors. And, oh, man, yeah. We saw that. They look that. terrible, by the way. They look awful. Like, they rushed out that image of the CGI dwarves, who are now enormous. So now Snow White is, is I don't know, she's Gulliver. And, like, it looks awful, but I think they were forced to. And now they're saying they're delaying it for a year, and they're pretending that it's not about having to recut it and redo it and all the rest of this sort of stuff. So, you know, a little public pressure go, goes a long way. I would hope that Disney starts to learn the lesson. I mean, listen, I love Disney. Right? I grew up on Disney. Disney like, I love classic Disney. Disney. Okay? I grew up is on my Disney. Yeah, we were, we were annual it's cast members jam. here in California. Classic food. Disney is my jam. It's my jam. That's the most... That's the most Ben Shapiro thing I've ever heard. Ben Shapiro was a Disney adult until his uh, the changes made at Disney offended his very conservative Jewish outlook on the world. And that's what it is. He was a Disney adult. He even admits to it here. Years, my family, my kids, everything. Same thing at Disney World when we ended up moving to Florida. And now I won't subscribe to Disney Plus because of this crap. And I think there are a lot of people who feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, well, you and I are roughly the same age, I guess. And um, we probably grew up in the 90s. And that was that golden era of, of Disney animation where you... He's Sargon of Akkad's, like, thinner brother or whatever. He's got the similar beard shape. And I think that affects uh, it a yeah, lot. Yeah, he, he, he looks like him somewhat. A little bit. Uh, but this is a very fucking stock look. Yeah, I I actually that idea wasn't originally mine. I saw Adam watching a critical drinker video and he mentioned that. So I was like, "Oh, you know what? It it's true." Got things like Aladdin, you had The Lion King, you Beauty had and the Beast. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um and, you know, th- those movies uh, were a big part of people's childhoods and so now to see them um you know, just get tarnished and uh, remade for modern audiences. Uh, it's it's increasingly demoralizing, and particularly something like um, Snow White, where 
it was literally the movie that put Disney on the map as an animation studio. And yeah, to to hear Rachel Zegler just say, yeah, this movie sucks, and um, you know, Prince Charming Did is she a say weird, that? crazy stalker. Um, it's. Uh, but I love the Babylon Bee take. Well, on this, I mean, the, I don't think she would say guys, her own movie sucks. These guys have to put words in their mouth, or else it's pretty boring what she actually said. She so just like, said, you know, she's going to take more things more into her own hands. So she was, like, yeah, okay. She was basically saying like the the original movie sucks is is what they're trying to say. She said, which I don't think she said that exactly. Just said times have changed. Yeah, this this uh, version of Snow White's going to be more about being active and seeking her own destiny. Yeah, it's like okay, like go girl power. If you hate girl power, hate girl power. I hate girl power because every time they try and do it in real life, they fall short. It just seems uncreative. Like, I don't like the whole thing as a whole. Just a, a, a I just act- want women to have power in real life, not in Disney films. Give women power now here on Earth, not in a fantasy realm. Real power. Charming come into frame, and Snow White is is on the table, and he goes up to her, and he's about to kiss her, and then he goes, "No," and then he just walks away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the end of the movie. I, she I stays dead. I can't get consent, so right. I have to stop. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, it's just um, it, like I say, it was the perfect storm of just everything bad about modern filmmaking, and so it was an interesting thing for you guys to come along at that time and say, "Hey, we're just going to do." Uh, a version that's that's fair and um, accurate to the the source material. Yeah, and, that, and that's on Jeremy. Jeremy's doing amazing work. <laughs> is it what? Which is the source material? The Disney movie from back in the day, or the original story that was written? Did the original story have seven dwarves in it? Let's see. Let's let's check this out. The original story had nine dwarves. Did it? Nine. Uh, let's see. It says Black Snow White is a German fairy tale written by the Brothers Grimm. So they uh, did have the seven dwarves. Yes. There we go. It's all you need. Yeah. The seven dwarves were first given names in Walt Disney's 1937 film, so they probably won't have the names. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's probably copyright issues with that because the names are definitely a Disney creation then. Uh, <laughs> I, I want the Seven Dwarves to have names like Wokey and Brokey. <laughs> this is Oki and Doki and Wokey and Brokey. 1812. Smoky. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I guess was was Ruby Red in this? Ruby Red? I I'm, I'm not even familiar with that character. Was that a character from the I don't know somebody was talking about that in a chat room the other day and I was like, "Who is this Ruby Red you speak of?" I think it was I don't probably see, I don't see bullshit it. propaganda. I, fucking propaganda. Sickos. I mean, he's really the creative director when it comes to this sort of stuff. And so it's easy for me to say, you know, we should make something. It's, a, it's another thing to kind of put that on film and make that materialize. And, and Brett is going to be great for it because she, number one, has the right values. There's never going to be an interview of Brett talking about the evil morality 
of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And, and so it, she also happens to be a really talented actress, and she can sing. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I saw a, a talk. Oh, my God. She can sing. So it's a musical, too. This is going to be fucking fantastic. From Earth Are they going to get effect. Gina Carano to play the fucking evil stepmother? They should get uh, Abigail Shapiro to play the evil. Hold on. Evil stepmother. Yeah. Hold on. Abigail Shapiro should play the poison fucking apples. Just give, have Brett Cooper give her a big fat fucking brumsky. Of, you know, How do you like them story and it's uh, it's excellent uh, you know fairy tale and I'm just really honored to be playing this character and I hope I can do it justice and I thought that's just the perfect thing to say it's so easy it's so simple and yet somehow they so many actors fail yeah just it's the that. perfect thing to say because it's not provocative and it's it's the opposite of what Ziggler said I just thought you know after we hated on Ziggler so much it was great to have somebody come in and say I'm just gonna do the opposite of what you all hated on and that's just brilliant it's not about putting this modern spin on it. It's not about redefining this classic story. It's just about, um, I don't know, having a bit of uh, respect. For well, the I material. think that's, that's one of the big things. Respect. Man, that's such a huge thing these days. Respect. It's about having a bit of respect. Not just about the creators, you know, at Daily Web, but also the people who were casting in these movies. The reason the star system died yeah, in large Gina part is because we had too much white. That would be lit. It would have to be like a badass Snow White that like kicks people's asses like Hell yeah, except that's exactly what they're talking against. <laughs> I know. I'm sure to what the stars think. I mean, I, they, but they would like it because she's like politically aligned with them, so they'd like give it a pass. If you look at the original Hollywood, Hollywood really shielded its stars. The idea was Snow White should be Italian. You ever saw of the stars really was on Oscar night and also just the stars in the movies. You really didn't know that much about their personal lives. They, the studios really worked hard to keep that shielded. Mm -hmm. they, they tried to keep scandals in the closet. They, they, the idea was that these were people who existed only in your mind and only on the screen. And so they were larger than life. And then we started getting the opinions. Of if it's a musical, they should have like had Abby Shapiro because she's like a singer. She's like an opera singer or whatever. There we go. Is she an actress? I maybe. Like the, this is like the annoying. She's probably not young Facebook. enough to play Except Snow White. So like, why do, no, no, so she, she plays some other. And character. she's famous and she's good looking and she's whining about American society. I'm not interested in that. You want to destroy the star system? That's an excellent way to do it. It made them mundane, um, and it really, yeah, you know, like you say, it shed light on like how they're not uh, these magical beings that are more enlightened than the rest of the us. The best example, by the way, Tom Cruise. Right. So Tom Cruise, if you look at his career arc, he was a studio star. And then he made the mistake of going public with his with his private life, the Katie Holmes stuff, the Scientology stuff, and he goes yeah. through a period in the wilderness where everybody sort of treats him like regular person. And then he realized, I need to stop this, and he stopped it. And now he's a movie star again. Yeah. And that, that's actually uh, the way that you should approach. So he's like, you should keep your mouth shut if you're famous. He stopped because he was jumping on the couch on Oprah saying crazy shit. That the public was like, uh, maybe we can't get this out of our head next time we watch him play in a Mission Impossible film. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do. It's your job if you're a movie star. Be a movie star. No one cares about your political opinions. No one cares about what you have to say about tax policy. Do the thing that people want you to do and it turns out people will pay you for that. Yeah, oh, I agree 100% and that's, I guess, what we've been missing for so long and I just hopefully we can get back to that point. Um, I mean, I know that... The studio that's making Snow White is Benkey, which is like, uh, it seems to be like a children's um, programming arm of like the Daily Wire. So 
Is this the first of the... The, pro- the children's programming arm of the Daily Wire, huh? Ah, uh, yes. Are they the company that brought you five-ish? Uh, well, uh, probably. They're going to do. Are they going to do more things like this? I hope so. Forward? I mean, so we're, we're totally looking at, at a bunch of different films right now. We have five original shows that are on Banky. We have about 150 hours of kids programming. And the pledge that we're making to parents, because all of us are, are parents who founded the company, the, the triumvirate, we all have a bunch of young kids. And our pledge was we're not going to make anything that we ourselves would not be comfortable with putting our own kids in front of. And we're not going to have anything on the platform that we wouldn't be pleased to have our own kids oh, watch. And you so mean you that- have an ultra conservative platform and you're pledging not to put anything that wouldn't make ultra conservatives uncomfortable on your you're like oh, we're pledging as an ultra conservative platform to keep our content ultra conservative. <laughs> OK, good what for a, you. What fucko. a shocker. That's our pledge. Our pledge is not to make child adult films. Okay, good good for you, conservative entertainment network. That means is that even shows that we're licensing, we're pre-screening every episode of those shows. And if there was something that didn't meet our standards, we were just taking that out. So Bent Key really is, is not political as much as it is just a safe place for kids to be able to watch material that's fun and adventurous and creative and doesn't wreck their childhood. And we're not looking to insert political messages, per se. The, the fact that it's apolitical is the political message. It's, you, you can actually just abide by so what normal... So what does the term bent key mean? I'm not sure. Like, a key that's bent can't unlock... Like, it's bent so you can't fit it in the, in the keyhole? Yeah, like it's, it's bent key. B-E-N-T-K-E-Y. Uh, ben Shapiro. Ben, the Ben and bent key... Could be Ben. Maybe there's somebody else with the key in their name. I don't know. There's the boring guy. He's yeah. isn't that his business partner? Boring. Yeah, they, they, they could have named it. They could have named the company Ben Boring. Ben Ben Boring. Ben Boring. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Traditional values and not be insulted. And your values insulted by material created by people who really don't like your values very much. And that's, that's the thing that we keep seeing over and over from kids' programming is this attempt to insert these messages. Like, why? Why? Just leave my kids. It's one thing you want to do that to me. I'm an adult. I can choose what I want to watch or I don't want to watch. What I don't need is my kid is watching some show on Netflix that I do know is clean. And the next thing that gets fed to them is some show that is a bunch of values that, that I really don't agree with or values that, that I don't particularly like. And Disney just, they can't stop I let my children watch VeggieTales, but then Netflix recommends them Euphoria. And when I walked in, after VeggieTales was over, and my children were watching that delicious blonde Sydney Sweeney get her tits sucked by that Elvis impersonator, I told myself, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to go to the room and lay with my doctor wife in her dry vagina and then come back and turn this shit off. Yeah. All of Ben Shapiro's views are shaped by his religion, and he's obviously very devout. Uh, he's the conservative wing of Judaism. He's part of that. Got to be uh, a voice, a voice to carry on the tradition of falling in order. I'm, Good times. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the preview for for their new animated film, Wish. Um, no. So yeah. th- th- that's coming out, I think, in November around Thanksgiving. And it seems, again, I'm just talking from, from the trailer, so maybe the trailer is, is not a good depiction of what the film will be, but it seems that the plot is 
very, very, very thinly guised. The, the plot is essentially about how God is bad. And so what it is is the king, and the king grants people's wishes. But he, but he has an apprentice, and the apprentice, who's also learning to use this power of granting people's wishes, finds out that the king is only selectively granting people's wishes, and is picking and choosing which wishes. This is a terrible, terrible thing. And she will grant everyone's wishes, which, I mean, you don't have to go very far afield to understand that what that kind of is, is God is bad because he said no to you sometimes. And so it would be better if there were an empowered female character who could get up God and didn't make say sure anything. all wishes. God doesn't say things. Board. It's we, not, we, God doesn't go, no. Like, if I asked God for something and, and, and like, God appeared before me, he was like, no, you may not have that. I'd be like, oh, shit, God <laughs> is real. You know? I'm pretty sure, based on what Ben Shapiro's explaining, I'm pretty sure Wish is a morality story that tells you you shouldn't always get what you ask for. The way he's setting this up, it's a pretty simple morality story where there was a king that didn't grant everybody wishes, and some young girl comes in and says, no, I'm going to give everyone what they ask for, and you're going to realize it spoils everybody. It's going to show the king had purpose. If I'm wrong about this, maybe my media literacy is not as strong as Ben Shapiro's. But Damn. I will fucking write this one down. Gonna bet gonna bet the girl finds out giving everyone everything what they ask for is not the all it's cracked up to be. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> write that one down, guys. Go go write watch this movie when it finally comes out. Tell me if I was wrong. Holy shit. What we would call the Bruce Almighty conundrum, which is you can't grant everybody's wish all the time, obviously, but that doesn't seem to matter, so Okay. No, I mean, it's, um, well, essentially every movie that they put out um, over the past year Zap or two... Zap Rose says, Ben is lucky his audience have lower IQs than an average rock. Don't talk that way about our audience. Uh-huh. We love the DP audience in our special talking about Ben rocks. Shapiro, damn it. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. I got to go PP. I'll be right back. This is the song that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. That's going to be stuck in your head for 48 days. You guys know what this is. Big face Billy, ask your questions, get your answers. Hank Chill says Ben Sabaro. That would be interesting. Would that be like bagel bites? If you go to Ben Sabaro for some pizza, get some bagel bites, tiny little pizzas for a tiny little man. Exactly. This is my revenge for the hee-hee-hees. FBOFA5 says, can I get a hug, Billy? You can have a nice, hard hug, and I promise I will or won't grab your butt, whatever you prefer, during said hug. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's dealer's choice on butt grabs, baby. Yeah. The wish-granting king is evil and isn't actually helping anyone. The girl wants to help people. Shit. Shit. You think that's how it's going to play out? Canary says, Billy, do you think Five-ish could beat Cool Cat? I think he would kick. Oh, yeah. Five-ish is competent. If Five-ish went toe-to-toe with Cool Cat, Cool Cat would be an utter failure. Cool Cat would be mopping Five-ish's fucking front porch. Five-ish would own Cool Cat. Seth looks as I saw the trailer. It's very clear. I did not see the trailer. Now I feel like an idiot for basing my prediction of the film off of Ben Shapiro's explanation. 
Ace928 says, Billy, would you be down for going on Fish Tank Season 2? No, and I'll tell you why. Did you see Airsoft Fatty fall down those fucking stairs? I could not take a stair fall like Airsoft Fatty did. Holy shit. I'd die. I would explode. There's no way I'm going up wet stairs, falling down, breaking my knee. If this was 10 years ago, I did fish tank 10 years ago. It was called Battle Cam House. You know, clearly people are, are put off by this brand now, partly, I guess, because of um, the political messaging, partly like the poor writing, uh, and partly just um, maybe oversaturation in some cases. Like we've seen it with, uh, with the Marvel movies, like just endless superhero stuff. Just I mean, out. I think that also with the Marvel movies, you, you're saying... Is it saturated, though? Don't they mostly make more... Do they all make more money than they spend? Which 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 days? Like, what are we talking about? The, all, all of the MCU movies. Um, I don't think there has been one that didn't make more money than they spent. I think they've all made money. Okay, um, so I know how is it they oversaturated. They, to, they hit over a billion with a lot of the movies, and then since they came back, some of the movies are like under half a billion, maybe. They might not be they're not they're not all breaking the billion point anymore. But the Spider Man No Way Home hit almost two billion, which was post pandemic. A lot of the same things, meaning that people liked the Marvel movies at the beginning because they actually liked the characters that were created. Mm -hmm. And now they've decided that those are not the characters they want to move forward with. I mean, the, per the person that nobody liked at all when it came out was, was Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel was boring because it's just a boring character. I mean, she can do literally everything, and there are limit, no limits on her ability. And that movie broke a billion dollars. Captain Marvel broke a billion dollars. Apply to her, and that destroys every plot line that you've ever had in the Marvel Universe. But when you get rid of Robert Downey Jr., and you just replace Robert Downey Jr. with a more diverse person, or because you need a more diverse person, or when uh, you... we got to stop calling them more diverse persons, okay? <laughs> I think they should be called diversions. Diversions. These are diversions. Replace Thor, Robert Downey right? Jr. with a diversion. Degrade Thor, and now you're going to have female Thor. Or when you. There was a female Thor in the comic a long time ago, so that wasn't just some new thing that they came up with. Revolting Machine says Do you think the Marvels possibly being a flop will hurt Marvel? One, I don't think the Marvels will be a flop. I think the Marvels will not be as successful as the original Captain Marvel. I don't think they'll be a flop. Two, if the Marvels is a flop, I think it will help Marvel because they'll realize they can't go about the same formula of just ushering in new characters before really building up the mains in the, the movie. We didn't get a built-up Captain Marvel. We had the original Captain Marvel, and now we're ushering in these other two Marvels to go with it. They haven't been built up the same as we had Iron Man and everybody built up originally. She was a second-tier character. They didn't want her to outshine everybody in the Avengers movies, and she hasn't came back in any huge capacity since her original debut, which debuted 20 uh, in the 90s. It was 20 years before the original Avengers was this gathered is, together, right? This is interesting because, so, like, the uh, Jane Foster becoming Thor was originally part of the Marvel What If series. Yeah. Um. So it, I mean, like it, the the idea came up a long time ago.
So I think that the Jane Foster as Thor was one of the better parts of that movie. Uh, the, the the Christian Bale's character was uh, a better part of that movie. I think the movie only failed because it had tone issues. It was overly comedic, and then there was overly serious arcs. It was it, it it jumped too far from what it was trying to do emotionally and comedically. That was that was the problem with Thor. It that doesn't settle with the average crowd. It got too goofy and too serious. And it didn't it didn't mesh well enough. Guardians of the Galaxy pulls those two together really well. It gets just goofy enough and just serious enough where you don't have tonal issues with it. The 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 Thor with the the mighty woman Thor was just lacking on its delivery of tones. But I think that I think that if the Marvels flops, it'll be a good thing because it will tell Marvel they're gonna have to do something more true to form and they can't experiment like they've been experimenting but i think they can experiment like they've been experimenting i think this is the perfect time for it they played everything to the t with avengers and Endgame and and on that playoff and now they get to go branch out a little further and see what hits or misses while they tie it all up eventually in the next big run in the final phase who who's on board for this? I don't I don't even understand the logic of that. If you've got a popular character, the rule in Hollywood typically was you ride that character, you ride that horse until it dies, right? If you got if you got Indiana Jones, you ride Indiana Jones until Indiana Jones is eighty, right? Which is what, which is what they- I mean. They don't. I mean, they. How many people have played Batman? They didn't just keep one actor the whole time. They've they've had many different actors play Batman in my lifetime alone. A yeah, ridiculous was, amount. It's pretty impressive that Adam West played Batman for as long as he did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When I remember when I was a kid, that was who played Batman. Uh, like in, you know, before 89. Yeah. Uh, he was Batman. He was the live action Batman for, for, for like 20 years. Yeah. What the fuck? Was it Julie Newmar that edged Eartha Kid out in the movie? Uh, there was, there was a, there was a cat, uh, a Catwoman change. They race swapped our Catwoman from Eartha Kit to Julie Newmar. They did. Thanks for everything. Like killing off some of these characters and substituting in their place, not somebody who is going to mimic a lot of those moves, but something different, something creative, put their own stamp on it. It's like, well, I mean, you can do that. But you have to understand that you're insulting the, the core audience. Instead of just creating a new character who might actually be popular in their own right, you're you're living off the legacy of the old character and using it as as a sort of jet fuel. But it's not jet fuel. It's actually sawdust in the in the in the engine. It actually slows things. People people don't like it when they feel insulted. If you take if you take Iron Man, you substitute somebody who's completely different from Iron Man and then call him Iron Man. People don't like that in in virtually any context. It doesn't matter who even you're putting in. But they've decided that they, they have higher priorities, apparently, that make them feel good about themselves. And it, it's, it's not working. Well, yeah, we see where it's led. And um, I think it's the assumption, like you say, that uh, people, audiences identify with the, the superhero title, you know, whether it's Iron Man or whether it's um, Thor or whatever, rather than the character behind it and, by extension, then the actor playing them. Uh, and the, the feeling that you can just swap out these people and those that attachment will just transfer onto the new person it doesn't work like that it never did um 
But yeah, I was gonna. None of that stuff works, and your movie doesn't do that, right? Everyone should watch your movie because it's better. Because it's not like this—the thing we all hate, right? I've been corrected. Eartha Kitt was the third Catwoman after uh, Julie Newmar's original Catwoman. Wow. Followed by Lee Merriweather and then Eartha Kitt. And then the fourth Catwoman on screen was Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. Then Halle Berry. Then Anne Hathaway. (laughs) Well, fuck me. Ask as well. Sorry, like, um, guys. Obviously, Daily Wire now are starting to get into movie production. You know, you've uh, Snow White is obviously going to be a big one for next year, but you've already done things like um, Terror on the Prairie. You've done Shut In. You're blinded by wokeness, Billy. Time to come around. I'm blinded by Eartha Kitt, who I saw live. Oh yeah, I saw live at Jazz Alley in Seattle. Jazz she Alley. Pulled up. She pulled up a gentleman from the audience and ho danced on him in her early nineties. Uh, Shout out to Eartha Kitt ho dancing in her early nineties. Gotta love that shit. Uh, you um, also put out um, run hide fight. Run hide fight. Yeah, I know you didn't make that well, one. Yeah, but we you distributed got that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously you're you're starting to to make a bit of an impact with this stuff. Yeah, we're <laughs> making a, a great Arthurian <laughs> series that's going to be coming out next. Oh, year he's going to make a King Arthur series. That's kind of cool. I mean, let's see where. Yeah. Is Christianity uh, not what? See, here's the thing. He's not going to put out like his movies aren't going to be like a specific religion because he knows he needs a Christian audience, too. But he's personally not Christian. So he'll do like these. It's it's fun. Like he he could do it. I mean, let's see what he does. Right. Well, I just hope I'm on board now. I hope that his moral values don't shit to bed when it comes to storytelling he's leaning on morality over storytelling it's like isom it's like isom it's he's like the isom of movies basically you know fuck yeah jeremy boring is doing a christian take on king arthur it's gonna suck huh i wonder if he will reach out to eric july and offer him a movie deal for isom I think that was actually thrown around out there, I believe. I think I really think we should buy an Isom suit. We should we should give it to our boy. It's your boy. And have him do Isom. They're doing animations now. Eric July is putting out like these animations, which I would play, but I I don't want to get a strike. So we just need Big Diesel as Isom. We could direct it and shoot it ourselves. We'll hire some slut to play Zara and they'll they'll get dirty cuz Big Diesel's down to do some dirty stuff on screen. He's yeah, a real let, Isom hero. Let's go to let's go to Aurora Avenue and pick up uh Yara. There. Uh, I don't know if we'd find a Yara type on Aurora <laughs> Avenue these days. Let's let's recast let's let's race swap Yara. Just saying, Big Diesel, as Isom, we could make this with a $900 budget. Oh, damn. Our biggest budget thing that we've ever done, that's being filmed right now. I mean, again, our goal is that we're we're not going to have the budget of Disney. I mean, Disney's spending a billion dollars a year on content. We don't have that kind of budget. But what we can do is provide things that don't insult 
our audience. Yeah. And that, that seems like a pretty good pitch. I mean, honestly, it, it's funny. When we first started the company, we talked a lot about doing this sort of stuff. Jeremy's chief goal in life was to make this sort of stuff. When we first met and we became friends, he wanted to make Hollywood films. This is this has always been what he wanted to do. He came out to Hollywood to make Hollywood films. He's in writers' rooms and he's friends with a lot of the stars and all this kind of stuff. And that was never really my goal. My goal was always more political. It's what I do for a living. But one of the things that we quickly realized is that if this ground was going to be seeded, like it was just going to be surrendered, this ground of movies and TV shows that aren't going to insult you, then now there's actually fertile ground, right? And so that's why- I don't care. I don't care if it doesn't insult me. I need this fucking thing to intrigue me. If you're just making something so it doesn't insult me, uh, my, my ideals also don't insult my fucking need for entertainment. No white thing works so perfectly because it's it's a perfect. Our audience needs us to signal to them that we're taking ground that has now been surrendered. And surrenders <laughs> in the war, the ground has been surrendered. Hire somebody. Actually, you know what? Hiring Brett Cooper is probably the smart move here because her stupid ass fanboys will go see it just to simp for her. Is that a thing? I have no idea. Uh, simping for pick me's. There's a huge amount of alt-right simpery going on for the pick-me-girls. She's the Ben Shapiro-endorsed pick-me. Ah, good point. The ground makes it a lot easier for us to say to our audience, they surrendered the ground, so we're going to take that ground, mm-hmm. as opposed to just you know putting out a nonpartisan piece of, of entertainment where Hollywood hasn't really quite seated the ground publicly. Like, we think that they have. We think that they've abandoned the field. But when they publicly abandon the field like that, or when they make a movie like... Lightyear, and they decide they're just going to put a lesbian relationship in the middle of Lightyear in a movie for six-year-olds. Like you're, you're saying the quiet part out loud now, and, and your, your subtle move. They must <laughs> never know that the gays exist at six years old. Wait a second, Ben Shapiro says they're saying the quiet part out loud now. Which quiet part are we talking about? Are, are well observed. We can all see what you're doing, and when you do that, it's very easy for me and, and our company. Yes, Ohio legalized weed tonight. Amazing. They find yeah, welcome, welcome to the 2010s, Ohio. What, what what was it legalized here? What year was it legalized here? 2012. Yeah, you finally caught up, Ohio. There you go company to, to say, okay, well, here's an alternative. You don't have to do that. Right? If you want to see it, go see it. You're, you're prerogative. But here's something that is not going to... Only took, only took halfway through the 2020s for Ohio to catch up to the 2010s. Bravo, Ohio. Be that. And so again, you know, that, that's sort of the, the MO at the company. Make great content that also happens to, to not insult the values of the people who watch it. I know, and it, it seems like such a simple formula. I, I said as much in my uh, my video that I made about the, the two Snow White movies essentially going head-to-head, which isn't happening now, because <laughs> Disney... Have run Maybe, well, it depends when you bring out our Snow White. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it might give you an extra year if you want it. But, um, yeah, I said, you know... Uh, he's going to want the extra year, because he's going to want to release it like Asylum does, so it's sitting on the shelves when, when Snow White's out in theaters. They get free press off the name recognition. Yeah. The rule of business is like you give the customers what they're looking for. And if this you is how someone stupid else... the fucking, what's his name, drunken disorderly? I can't remember the stupid guy's name, the Sargon of a codpiece. Oh, this, this guy, this critical gimmicks. drinker. 
Yeah, critical drinker, this gimmick goofer. He knows so little about the business behind what Shapiro's doing. He's like, oh, you're going to beat Disney. You're going to beat Disney to the theaters. He doesn't want to beat. He wants to run off the fucking coattails of their advertising market. That's exactly why he's throwing money into this schlocky piece of shit so he can gimmick a bunch of idiots into buying it when they go in to buy this Snow White film. Well, sooner or later, like, seems like Disney... With all these, these guys, that- all these fucking guys that know why everything's so wake, woke. We know why it's so woke. Hollywood's ruining You don't know anything about the business of it. You're all fucking bullshit dummy head talk and none of the actual reason why things exist. Ask yourself why this shit exists. You'd, you'd rather not because you'd rather just complain at the wall while it happens. You're like dogs barking at a fucking flashlight against the wall. Dumb <laughs> shit idiots. They tell stories. They insist on doing their own modern spin on it, which, you know, people are increasingly turning against. Um, it's only a matter of time until someone like your, the Daily Wire comes in and says, well, OK, we'll do it the way people want. Why? Want. Why does it exist? Why Why does this Snow White remake exist? And they'll do it the way people want, is what he says. Like, literally, uh, I mean, these, uh, you can answer in just a minute, but I just want to say, like, the notion that these people care about some sort of morality more than they do making money when they run these large corporations is fucking insane. Of course, this shit appeals to more people, and that's why they're doing it. The, this is the way people want it. You it, like there's a niche group of people that want it the way these guys want it, but it's this exists because they have the IP, they have the the the, the IP in their in their in their his, history of film. They have Snow White, they have all these other things. They're revisiting that IP, recreating jobs, recreating work. They're putting out these recreations and they're doing it with the air of goodwill that they have inclusion because right now the hip thing is to include. So they're including they're they're getting yes. uh, morality points. They're getting they're getting re-release of their protocol, their IP every time they re-release Little Mermaid with or without Ariel in it. Their aerial sales go up. All the aerial-based dolls go up. They have new dolls they can sell to people who want the new girl, but the old dolls still sell. It's marketing and action. You see how any of this shit works? You understand all of it. They're, they're riding the wave of inclusion to the bank while reintroducing their IP and re-commercializing the old shit they've been selling. Because guess what? The Little Mermaid, if you like the Red Little Mermaid, you're going to go out and buy the Red Little Mermaid. They're selling her, too. She yes. still exists. They're both she still for makes sale. money off her. That's why. If anybody has to ask why, I'm here to tell you why. My media literacy is through the roof. I'm a fucking genius that sits around and makes dick and fart jokes all day because I find it entertaining. Being a critical mistake because I think that even if they assume that, that people of our generation who now have kids and bring our kids to the movies, that our generation is more liberal than our parents' generation, which socially is probably true. Even if you assume that, you can't take the stuff that we grew up with and wreck it. That's insulting yeah. to us. They don't. They didn't go back and like change it. It's still there. Most mostly, I think they did cut out a few things. And well, put of course, some warning labels. Of course. No, no, there <laughs> are warning tried to labels. Find, I tried to find the OG song of the South. <laughs> they also did that with like pro wrestling. A lot of the there's a lot of revisionist history. Like if you go and look at WWE Network and the whole like 
huge amount of footage that they have there. There's a lot of shit edited out and changed and repackaged. And so it's not just Disney. It's just like overall. It's just that way. Buck Manley. You want to you want to get the new iteration of DP recommend some good episodes. I have no idea what the good ones. There's are. been so everybody many watching, of them. Everybody watching right now. What are the best new wave episodes? Let Buck Manley know. Um, There's been hundreds the, and hundreds and hundreds of them. Yeah, but like four good ones. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the idea, though, that um, Disney is ruining the the originals by remaking these. If 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 they can be ruined by schlocky cash grabs, then so be it. You, 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 time erodes everything. Right. Even even if we are as, as in general to the left of where our parents were at the same time in their lives, we're not so far left that we want you to take all the things that we grew up with and just destroy them in front of us. Like that, that that's not pleasant. It's unpleasant to watch, and Disney has a nasty habit of doing that. I. I I don't know if it's lack of creativity or or budgetary concerns. I, mean, I know you've talked a lot. Episode 1000 was good. Episode 403. Uh, episode 1111 was fun. Episode 1000 was great because we had a bunch of people in the studio. There's There's been like I'm getting older and I can't and I'm and I'm high a lot and I can't remember them by numbers anymore. There's been too many of them. You know, this is 1265. I can't remember anymore. I don't remember 1264. Yeah. About the budgetary concerns of, of trying to use, that's why they're using old IP and sort of gutting it. Um, but it's whatever it is. The first rule of, of any business that requires an audience is do not insult your audience. Yeah. And Disney keeps insulting their audience. I think um, Indiana Jones this is year. Is that was, their audience though? It's just the ultimate example of that. A movie that cost over $300 million to make. Um, Absolutely. People love to think their opinion is the majority opinion. It's very interesting. Tanked at the box office. No one wanted it. They saw exactly what they were doing with this film. Um, and it was a shameless cash grab of an old IP to try and launch like a, a new character that no one liked. And, you know, the, the result is they, they threw away hundreds of millions of dollars. And you do wonder, like, how long can they keep doing Did like they that? throw it away? They out the, the Indiana Jones IP over the over the... I didn't see the new Indiana Jones either. I wonder how much, how many people went and watched the old Indiana Jones just because the new Indiana Jones came out. Probably a good amount. Some some people probably like binge watched it and then went and saw the new one. I'm sure uh, Monday and Matt probably watched huh? each one hundred and four times. Kyle Buff movie and all the His rest. Favorite of it. I mean, movie. That, like, by the time they got to this one, it felt. Like the IP itself was too tired to sustain the film. I'll be honest with you, I thought that the last ten minutes of that film was quite lovely. Like the the last ten minutes, it's a very long film, so there's. And by the way, this Indiana Jones movie that they spent three hundred million making that they're talking bad about made four hundred and seventy four million worldwide. So, as as much as that tanked. It made almost half a billion dollars. It didn't lose worldwide. money. It didn't lose money. And quite like, but the last actually, of the film- I'm, I read that wrong. It made three hundred and thirty-five million worldwide. Uh, I, I looked at the wrong Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. But still, so did it, still, it's did more it lose than three hundred million. 
Uh, if 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 maybe they lost advertising budget. Uh, I don't know what the advertising budget was. If it really cost them three hundred million to produce, but overall, even if they lose money, this is money that Disney has to spend. It creates another film that goes into their archives. It's it's not it's not a big enough loss. Is it on Disney it. Plus yet? Because I'll watch it for it, free. I probably will be. I'll watch it for free on Disney Plus because I already have Disney Plus. You know, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to the theater to see it. I saw it in theaters and it was uh it it wasn't fantastic but it I don't know it was it was interesting. I saw Crystal Skull in the theaters when Shia LaBeouf was in not. everything because of Transformers and shit. Yeah, now he's only in alt-right podcasts. Yeah, I uh I I definitely um did not see it in theaters, but I uh, would have I probably would have enjoyed watching it if I wasn't anti Shia LaBeouf at the time. <laughs> For some reason, I was not happy with Transformers, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Not only good Shia LaBeouf movie is Holes, which also has Eartha Kitt in it. Wow! All comes back to Eartha Kitt. Everything sort of, Eartha. And you know, by the way, when I apologized earlier for misappropriating the entry level of Eartha Kit into the Batman universe, I said that I saw Eartha Kit live in her early 90s. It would have been her late 70s because oh God. she died at 81. Huh? I miss, I miss fucking so much misinformation age. from Billy my the Bridge. Eartha Kit, my Eartha Kit misinformation tonight is through the roof. Fake news. And he has a character who lost his son and Mary and they have Holes to get back together. is severely underrated, though. Loss. I thought that was actually kind of a nice human moment, but it's also the sign-off for the character, obviously. And if you're going to sign off the character and you're going to hand it over to someone, then it better be somebody who people like. And this is like the second straight time that they've tried to hand it over to somebody that no one likes. Yeah. And, or you could just create a new character, you know, once in a while. It'd be okay. Yeah. I, 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 you know, they've done other things with it. They had the, the young Indiana Jones um Chronicles, like the TV show mm-hmm. back in the night. I remember that. I watched those. I think I, think uh, I watched some. I of think it. River Phoenix played Young Indiana Jones. I think in one of the movies, though. Yeah, that, the, the, the Young Indiana fun. Jones yeah. mo- TV show wasn't River Phoenix. No, no, no. River Phoenix had too high of a price tag for that shit. I thought River had died by the time. Oh, Young maybe Indiana he did. Jones came out. Maybe he did. Like that allows you to have a. I mean, I think that if River Phoenix hadn't died, they could have gone some places, Ah, right? I mean, in in Last Crusade, they lead off with with River Phoenix, and you're like, okay, I could could see this being a thing. Yeah. Right? And and, and then it just obviously. Now they should have Joaquin Phoenix. Circumstances prevented that. Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, but no, honestly, it's been really interesting talking to you about like where you see um, this, this has been so interesting. This whole like endeavor going, not just with Snow White, but with the the whole idea of movie production, TV shows, and all that sort of thing. And um, well, hopefully, guess, we make one that people actually come out and watch. We haven't been able to do that yet. Will it get a theatrical release, or is it just to like buy like pay per view online or something like that? I you have to see what his connections are. He might do a Fathom Events release. They they have these Fathom Events release where you can basic because there's there's a lot of these Christian based movies that get um, releases in theaters through a side uh, release company, and they're not released like regular movies. You don't get to use the Regal Unlimited on them. 
They cost a certain amount. Taylor Swift is in theaters right now, and her ticket is like 30-something dollars to go watch her concert on the, the screen, and people are going out in droves to see it. Someone asked, uh, will I take a Streamlab donor to skip a video? What, you want to skip this video? Okay. Uh, get us to get us to 10% of our goal, and I'll skip this video. Mm-hmm. Zap Rosedower says to skip certain topics and videos. Only this are one. Are we gonna have? Are we gonna have a a, a a a skip bomb? Can people buy video skips? What would it What would it cost to skip a video? I don't know because I can't just skip video after video after video and then we have none. But so. if you had eight videos and they skipped all eight videos, maybe it's a hundred dollars to skip and then we'd hit the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Can't skip everything. Setting up a kind of um, parallel uh, marketplace to, to what Hollywood's offering, because yeah, like going back to what I said, it's it's very much they're not providing what people want. Well, someone else will. I think the market is also moving in our direction in the sense that budgets are going to drop. Yep. Hollywood's budgets are going to drop. They do not have margins, and they're losing subscribers. And we are a fairly small company compared to them. I mean, we're a nice-sized company. We do you know, $200, 250000000 million a year. But we're not Disney, which is doing tens of billions of dollars a year. And so... What that means is that for us to be in any way competitive, budgets have to come down on the production of these sorts of things. And budgets are going to come down because people... Yeah, we can tell. We just watched the trailer earlier. We can tell the budgets (laughs) are coming down. i got to tell you, we can't afford the same budget as the woke Disney. This this budget is probably going to be just a little bit more than I would spend to get Gina Carano to sit on my face and fart in an apartment wrestling match. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Um... Possum Buddy says Ben Shapiro sounds like the type of dude that thinks his band is going to make it big someday. Uh, his band already did make it big. This band of uh, wise supremacists. If someone dropped 52, it would get us to 10%, and I'll skip this video, and then we'll do something else. And then uh, it's 25 seconds of hee-hee, so could drop 52. Maybe collective donors to the next fifteen percent level for skips. Up to Ben's Addy, though. Hmm. Ain't going to the movies anymore in the same way they were. They're running out of subscribers that they can chisel, and so there's a- okay. Yeah, if it can add up to, let's go twenty. If it can add up to twenty percent, I'll skip it. Like collective donations added up together. There, that that's going to help us quite a lot. And again, they keep seeding all this popular ground. I mean. There's and we still have, like, 30 minutes of the stream left, and then we're going to go do our Patreon thing. I'm three years ago where they basically declared we're not making any more cop shows. Now, if you're talking about, like, staples of TV over the course of all of, of history, mm-hmm. you're talking, especially if you're talking about, like, early TV. So I'm a student of early TV. I wrote an entire book called Primetime Propaganda about the history of the television industry. And if, if you look at, like, early TV, pretty much everything was a cop procedural. Or a Western. Those were like the two cheapest things to make. A cop procedural. Yeah, because you just go out into the desert and buy some cowboy costumes and rent a couple horses and you got fucking a Western. That's all you needed. Those are the two things you are not allowed to make in Hollywood now because <laughs> Westerns are insulting to Native peoples and because cops are inherently bad, corrupt, and, and racist. And so if you want to give me that, if you want to like just give me those like two of the most productive lines of television ever devised... I'm happy to I take just that watched a Western. I watched uh, 
the fucking killers of the flower moon. Yeah, and like TV, there's all sorts of the TV shows that are like cop dramas. So I don't think that's not around. I think the, they still kind of exist, right? Yeah, uh, Ice T is still working. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because he had a song called "Cop Killer," and now he plays a cop on TV for like decades. Kind of weird how that. No works. more, no more cop shows. Unless you got someone who made a song about killing cops <laughs> yeah. as a cop. Yep. People still like watching cop procedurals, which is why CSI ran for literally ever. And and people still like watching westerns, which yeah. is why people love Yellowstone, right? I mean, so it, so yeah, they still make westerns. What the fuck are you talking about? Second. Wait a second. Did he just name cop shows and westerns? They're still making. If you oh, like, give me those entire, like just keep keep throwing at me all of your lucrative IP lines, and we're we're happy to take them. No, I, I think so. And like honestly, I I, I love this bullshit from him. Keep throwing me all your lucrative lines, and then when they don't work out, well, you know. Um, I hope this movie turns out as good as people expect. You know, <laughs> so trash is that? I mean, like as people expect. What the fuck are you talking about? We're people, and we don't expect it to be good. What are you talking about? God, it's so dishonest just to word it that way. It doesn't have to turn out as good as people expect. We saw the Isom crowd. Yes. They don't care about quality. They're going to be happy to support this just because it tells them they're right. It's more about the culture war than anything else. Because it's got a lot of attention now. Uh, when you've got these essentially two exactly the same movies going head to head, you know, potentially now it's going to be different time periods when they come out, but it's still people know about I, it. I, I, would, I, would, I would predict that we will, uh, that we, we may move our release schedule yeah. <laughs> as, a market, as a marketing tool. I, I- so, I mean, he knows what he's doing. It's like, oh, you know what? We're also not going to release ours until they release theirs. Yeah, I just called that out yeah. five minutes ago. I said the same damn thing. Yeah. Ben Shapiro knows. That's why he's dumping the money into this. He knows how it works. Critical drinker doesn't know shit. Or he's pretending not to know. No, he he's he's definitely thinking. Oh, you have the one up now because he drinks the fart juice Kool Aid. He's a goof. So that's what he's drinking. That's how he's the critical drinker. He's drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. Just just gonna put that out there. You will have a choice. I think when Disney's movie comes out between Disney's Snow White and and our Snow White. Yeah. But I, I just, uh, yeah, hopefully it's, um, I, I think, a lot of people. We want it to be good. We want yeah, it to be good. And, and we don't, don't want to make, don't want to make be, crap. Yeah, right. not be a gimmick, essentially. Like, oh, we're <laughs> what just doing this because Disney question. are doing it. Yeah, yeah no, we're not doing him, back lots. <laughs> 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 oh, we just hope it's good, Ben. Yeah, yeah, we want it to be good, uh, obviously. But uh, we're only doing it to piggyback off of Snow White. <laughs> and, and CGI a bunch of bad animation and put in the background like that. That is not what we're we're here to do. The one thing that I think that even our critics acknowledge is that the movies that we've independently produced are very good looking movies. Yeah. Like what, whether you like them or not, they're very sexy like, movies. Production value. The production value on Shut In is very very high. The production value on Shut In is very very high. These look like studio films. Yeah. And, and so we're we're very concerned okay. with things looking like they should look. So we don't we don't I... want our viewers. <laughs> I want to see how they look without watching them. Because <laughs> I don't want to watch them. But I want to see what he's talking about when he says they look like good movies. <laughs> Even the critics say they look like good movies. They can tell they aren't, but they look like they are. <laughs> okay, I don't like the values of Disney, so I'm going to watch this like really crappy Snow White that looks bad and has bad music and no one can act. Like, 
I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get, like, Jeremy is really, really firmly focused on quality at all turns. He has been since we launched the company, which is why, if you look even at our early podcast, he was like, we're gonna have high def cameras, we're gonna build sets, and it's gonna look really, really good. And I was like, who cares, a podcast? He's like, no, 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 it has to look really, really good. Mm. And so this, production value has always been one of the core components of the success of the company. And is there any chance at all you could get Peter Dinklage a role as one of the dwarves? (laughs) Can you do it? Okay. Like, honestly, thank you for, for taking the time to explain some of this stuff and, and give people a bit of insight into what you're doing with this. Because All right, you guys, we got about 20 more seconds of this video. You have to get us to 20% of the goal, or we're going to replay the last 20 ha! seconds over and over again. <laughs> no. That would be hilarious, though. Definitely. Um, quick reminder... After tonight, we're going. Uh, after tonight's episode, we're going to do the DP Booking Committee. All you twenty-five dollar plus patrons, you're going to be a member of the Booking Committee while we book tonight's show, and then we'll also have the audience, ten dollars or more patrons, uh, giving their thoughts in the chat while we stream. So make sure you catch that, and uh, yeah, should be pretty good. We're going to go do that in yeah, about 10 minutes or so in a world of pure imagination what i'll do is i'll i'll post the the direct um link to the patreon post so anyone who wants to sign up you can do it ten dollars or more gets to watch and uh we'll we'll welcome all of your input $10 or more gets to sit in the cuck chair. $25 or more gets to be the bowl. The bowl. Shit. Uh, more, uh, here's here's a video of Bob's medical history. Uh, T-Bob's medical history. Let's see. So, told by him? Yep. But we're not seeing that. We're seeing them cut people like me out of the loop. Only people on Medicaid... And, uh, you know, transitional people and whatnot and, and, and uh, people that don't want to work or don't care to work, they're getting all the free stuff, all the free money, monthly money, and things of that nature. People like me, I ain't getting nothing. I ain't getting nothing extra because I don't qualify because I get Medicare. I'm on full disability, see, because of my, my uh, the gene that I have that causes me massive blood clots. I'm the number one blood clot patient in the united states what uh he's the number one (laughs) blood clot that sounds like an accomplishment but i don't think that's good did did you get an award (laughs) i'm the number one blood clot patient if i don't qualify for disability nobody that gets blood clot and a blood clot problem would qualify for disability literally nobody i am number one outside of i am number one germany for that matter until what? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar dies, what? I'm the guy with the second biggest blood clot in the lungs that ever Until lived. Until <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar dies. Right behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, by the way, guest starred in The Simpsons to teach Homer that choking Bart was bad. Crazy. So that makes me number two in this world, in the entire world, of blood clot patients. See? Number two, that's me. And plenty of other people that had this problem have died. They did not survive the procedure to save their lives. Because of me, we got new medicines. 
because I allowed them to do, I had to, because the federal government paid out millions and millions of dollars to do research on me while they were saving my life. They paid for my procedure, and that's how I got paid for. See, they, they, t- they got my DNA. They got my blood. They know my full oh history. My God. They know everything, every square centimeter of my body and then some. They we know can everything. rebuild him. <laughs> the, the superhuman. <laughs> T-Bob. <laughs> We need an army. Yeah, we need the number one blood clot. Bumble clout. It's blood clout, not blood clot. I think everything. Blood clots. But that helped them to come out with new medicine, like Eliquis. I take Eliquis. Oh, you helped them come up with it for my blood thinner. And right there, see, got my name on it, but not my address. Good. Eliquis is a medicine that was created as a result of me. See? So I'm glad that I did that because it come back to help me later on. I become allergic to warfarin for blood thinner. But now I got Eliquis. I take Eliquis and I'm not allergic to it. I don't throw up when I take it. He's a very Eliquis speaker. <laughs> and you can't really overtake this stuff. If I forget, did I take two pills yesterday or one? Doesn't ah, fuck it. Just take two anyway. matter. I can take two every day, and it only brings your blood level to a certain there extent. There we go. And it keeps it right. So I really like that. doesn't matter. He can take 50 of them. <laughs> his you blood. You can't really take too much of it or not. A, well, you can Made take, with his DNA. You can take not enough, I suppose, but you're not going to take too much of it. Yeah, you would have to way take a lot of that to, to, for it to do you bad, I think. A couple keystones to wash them yeah, down? Uh, it, it's not a medicine that you're just going to commit suicide. I notice Bob just doesn't do uh, the, like, drunk till he can't walk with key on keystones anymore. He just does Pussy. not do that. I think it was because it, it seemed to stop after he got out of the hospital. I remember he used to get wow. so wasted, and he would fall over... And you could hear him knocking over all the empty Keystone cans. He'd have, like, Keystone cans decorating his room. He sounded like Scrooge McDuck in his vault. <laughs> yeah, swimming through money. Swimming through swimming through cans. Well, I can tell you that. Uh, and if you did, it would probably be a very drawn-out, painful way to go. Very bad way to go. You would not want to go that way. I promise you that. Um so I've been very fortunate with my condition in my life. Is that fortunate? See, I got a lot of high blood blood sugars. Uh, you aged like ten years during that week you were in the hospital. It's crazy. <laughs> you didn't look like a spring chicken. No, before. no. Part of what caused my facial breakout, but now that's healing up. You see it healing, still fighting it, but it's healing. So I don't have. I mean, I don't care. It's one of those things. You went in looking like Duck Dynasty, and you came out looking like Bin Laden a week after they caught him. Yep. And also, my blood clotting is what they say kicked it off. Okay, fine. So I go to the hospital. They clean me out. I'm good to go now. All right, good to go. T Bob, good to go. I think on the next episode we'll uh, do we'll go through Cobra's new album. I didn't want to play like the whole thing, but I wanted to kind of like browse each song on it. And I think we'll probably do that uh, on the next episode. You know, I want to see King Cobra make his own corn dogs. Hmm. Like 
using like his own sausages and his batter. See what the fuck he would do with some corn dogs. Well, he wouldn't deep fry it because he hasn't deep fried since he started that fire the one time. Oh, he, yeah. Never yeah. mind. Never I don't mind. Think, I don't think he should deep fry. I, I just don't think he should because a grease fire is pretty bad. So uh, stick with the baking. He bakes shit in the oven a lot. So I do I do think maybe he could get pre-made corn dogs, pull the sticks out and use them for some king cobra chili dogs. Oh my god. Use the corn dogs, cover them in chili and cheese. That'd be pretty litty. Some of them Doritos, dogs, some of them poopy poop dogs. Um, <laughs> they just cone dogs. Quick uh, quick quick reminder stickers for $33 patrons, you get to choose black or white. And then if you if you bump it up to fifty dollars, you'll get your choice of sticker plus a shirt. The shirt will be mailed to you, and uh, shipments are going out now. There's a whole bunch of like if you supported this in earlier months, everything's on its way. So uh, just keep an eye out for it uh, to arrive at your mailing address that was provided. Yeah, baby. I did have one person not provide their address, and I'm I reached out to them. I still have not gotten their address from them, so hopefully they reach out and get me their. Dox yourself, dox yourself to Ben. I don't do anything with it, but uh, aside from send uh, merch to it, so well. I didn't think you'd have to explain that, Ben, but now that you did, I'll double down on that. I don't even get to see your address. Nope. So don't worry about me doing that. It's all Ben. He's going to protect you. He appreciates you. Uh, yes, I value your security. I've asked Ben, too. I was like, dox him. Give me their no, information, Ben. It, he was like, no, I'm not going to do that, Billy. It's like, an after, that. it's like an after school special. Go ahead and dox like, him. What are you, a pussy? Yeah. I no, even I can't offered do him that. I've even offered him drugs to dox you guys. Man, and he I wanted him. Bought. He wouldn't be bought. The million dollar man was wrong. Not everybody has a price. Ben has Ben has zero price. I have zero he can't price. be bought. But, but if you guys hit the 20% goal, <laughs> we'll end this Ben Shapiro clip right now. It's already ended. But, what? you know. Don't tell them that, Ben. They know. They're smarter than that. We have a low IQ audience. They're as dumb as pet rocks. That Zap Rosedower two dollar donation said so. I think it was Zap who said that. Sweet. Join us for the booking committee. If you're a twenty five dollar patron, you're gonna want to jump into the uh, hangouts room in our Discord. There's a Discord uh, room that's named Hangouts. It's a voice channel, and uh, you can go in there. I'm in there now, so if you're in the Discord, you can see it. If, uh, if if you're a $25 patron, you can see it. The rest of you, that's okay. If you're not in the voice chat, you can still join us uh, through the live chat. Uh, all, $1, or, uh, all $10 and above patrons will get to take part in that. If you would like to do so. And we're going to have a $666 human centipede level where all our $666 patrons will randomly be inserted 
in between a human centipede where one of us, Ben or I, will be leading and we will be ending. Uh, ben and I, one of us will take up the rear. It's going to be a complete coin take flip. Take up the rear. Yeah, one of us will be the head. One of us will be the rear of the uh, drunken centipede the tr- for our $666 patrons. Got to eat some chili that day. Chili, no cheese. Extra chili cheese. Extra, extra chili cheese. Swear to God, Ben, if you make a $666 patron now that I said that, you're a sicko. It was a joke, guys. There's no $666 level. Oh, my God. All right. We are going to go do this post-show, and we encourage you all to join us. The link is uh, floating around in the chat. You might have to scroll up a little bit for it. Actually, I'll just pin it really quick here. Let's see. Show ass, Mr. Postman. There it is right there. You can click on it. It's pinned to the top. Just go there, sign up, $10 or more, get to watch it, and a whole bunch more content for the rest of the month. We're going to be putting out like a ton of $10 content coming up this month. So sign up early. Uh, we're still going to get through ISOM. Uh, after the next episode, we're going to get through part two of our ISOM series. So we will see you all there. Bye. Yeah. What's going on guys? It's the Genesis here. You may have noticed I haven't been popping out a whole lot of videos. I'm trying my best not to feed my trolls until I get re-verified. Anyways, you may have noticed I haven't been fucking a whole lot of little girls, and it's simply because I'm trying not to get arrested for that. I'm a fucking predator, and I belong in jail, and I'm gay. I always have been, I always will be in the fucking closet, but I'm a sucker for fucking big-ass beefy guys. It's still great, just give it. Eric Bugenhagen had 24-7. His dick was too big. I'll still be dropping jizz from my ass in 2024, dude. Straight men, they're fucking degenerates. They're too scared to fuck my butt. I'm a fucking princess, but I'm gonna be a man. In about two weeks, I have professionals who are growing me a little dick. It'll just be short. I like to sell my ass. My dick may be a little, but I will work hard as fuck on your dick for meth money. I'm a sucker. Your dick for a fucking dollar. That's how I'm gonna make my living, motherfucker. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace. In the beginning, there was nothing, and then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants. From the strangest corners of the internet, gonna get TP'd by Billy and Ben. You know where you can find them at, get ready cause they're gonna kick your... Drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants.